Your Kubota dealer is Park of Arms Service, 126 Bessie Drive, off Highway 74 at Oak Grove Road, Kings Mountain. I'm Calvin Eastings, and I want to invite you to join the boss as we broadcast live Saturday, October 3rd from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at Marburger Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Shelby. It's Marburger's Customer Appreciation Fun Day. There will be food trucks, vendors, Jeep clubs, and door prizes. Plus, the boss will be there broadcasting live, and we'll have free DQ hot dogs, chips, and soft drinks. And you can register to win prizes from the boss, including free rounds of golf, free meal certificates, T-shirts, and more. So plan now to be there Saturday, October 3rd, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. The Marburger Customer Appreciation Fun Day at Marburger Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. 1310 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby. Online at Marburger Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram.com. Come see us this Saturday and listen in on the boss of Carolina Beach Music Station of the Year nominee. It takes leadership to navigate a crisis. That's why we need Virginia Fox representing us in Congress. While some politicians are hunkered down in fear, Virginia Fox is fighting to revive our economy, fund medical solutions, and get our nation back on track. She's showing up and doing her job, even when liberals are phoning it in. We can count on Virginia Fox to fight for us. I'm Virginia Fox, and I approve this message because I'm working hard to beat this virus and get our economy moving again. Paid for by Virginia Fox for Congress. Looking for a new car? Maybe a pre-owned car or truck, or maybe an SUV. Then let your fingers do the walking and go to whatsappshopper.com. Local dealers with local vehicles. You don't have to drive all over the country. Just click on whatsappshopper.com and take a look at the local selection of cars, trucks, SUVs, and more from local dealers in Gaston, Cleveland, and Lincoln Counties. Car shopping just got easier by going to whatsappshopper.com. Pick yours out today. Don't miss the Golf Shop Radio Show this Wednesday from 11 to 12. Presented by GolfNickers.com, the leader in traditional golf apparel. Mark Greenheld and Matt Blanchard go from tee to green and everything in between. Welcome to the Golf Shop. Wednesday mornings at 11 o'clock on Carolina Country, WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at KTCBroadcasting.com. As our economy gradually reopens, remember to support local. Know you're doing the right thing and stay proud. Be a part of the greatest comeback of all time. Shop local with WhatsUpShopper.com, Carolina Country, and the Balls. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WOHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherville Gastonia. This is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and KTCBroadcasting.com.
incredible man. I only do things incredible can. Cause I, I am the seed of a chosen breed. You don't see too many like me. Cause I, cause I am one of the reasons you do what you do. When you want to be me instead of you. Cause I, I am still on beat. Showing love to the streets. Come on, you know me. Cause that's who I am. Saturday morning sports talk with Kevin Hastings, Hunter Yancey, Tom Cinefani, and Terry Reinhardt. And as always, running the board and making these guys sound good. They're having a little headphone issue right now. Oh, we're getting it fixed, JP. Yeah, Just, I know, yeah, I know. We're getting it fixed. I got to make these guys sound good. <laughs> oh, yeah. is, is the earpiece yeah. over there somewhere, Tom? I do not see it. We lost. I lost an earpiece on a headphone, JP. So we were playing. Oh, we were playing gotcha. find the earpiece. And, playing, uh, playing musical oh, headphones. Yeah. I was wondering who's in this studio. It's like where's Waldo? Right. So <laughs> I gave Tom the good one. You do all. your community spotlight in here. <clears throat> not unless there's just more than two people. Okay. We, Milton handles it in there. I come in here and hit the buttons. Now I do do that. Um, so when when Milton is a great that, button presser. Great yeah. Button presser. You know, gotta a, have those. Is that going down on my scouting report? We'll put it on your tombstone. Great at, at least presser. it says a better button presser than JP. Yeah. Can when I get you that? Fill out your resume, can I get that? Make sure it? you put that in. Whoa, now that's shots taking it, JP. Uh, yeah, that, that that's going a little far. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> going a little far. I mean, hey, I I I, I do a pretty good button press. I believe so. I mean, hey, <laughs> gives himself a pat on the back. There you go, JP. Believe in yourself, JP. You got a face for radio. Yeah. Okay. I well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I got a voice for radio. I don't think, know if I got a face for radio. He didn't think about that for a second. He, did he? he didn't. A good well, morning, JP. I mean, <laughs> have you started your breakfast yet? No, I have not. I did look at it. I do believe it's a pancake with some bacon. The guys around us, uh, around the table here, is enjoying some breakfast as well. Hunter and I had the uh, sunrise wrap. Uh, Terry, what are you in? Uh, Tom working on everything. You got a big old plate there. It looks like you got, yeah. you got different portions. You got steps. Terry had a smorgasbord. I had some oatmeal with two eggs scramble with liver mush and some bacon and some toast. You hungry, Terry? And I had my. <laughs> this is pretty good. Traditional bacon, egg, and cheese on toast. Thank All you, Mitchum's Kitchen. Be a breakfast as always fed to us by Mitchum's Kitchen as we enjoy our breakfast. I want to thank them as always. And uh, the the show, uh, as always, of course, brought to us by Friendship Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Dodge Inn, uh, Forest City, and Friendship Nissan. Uh, is it Oak Street Extension? Tom? It is 190 Oak Street Extension for the Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram and 156 Oak Street Extension for Friendship Nissan. You can call the Dodge place at 828-919-3001. And you can call Friendship Nissan at 828-245-1661. Give them a call. Get yourself a Gladiator. Get yourself a Wrangler. Get yourself mm-hmm. one of those cool Jeep toys, Terry. That's what you need. Or I've been Nissan. looking for or mine Chrysler. in my driveway, <coughs> or, but I've not or, seen it. Or a Ram, about everything <clears throat> out there. Um, all right, folks, uh, another big week in sports. Um, if you follow us on Mondays and Wednesdays, Shock Jocks, Hunter and I do a, a sports podcast 2 p.m. live on Facebook, and uh, we post the replays on YouTube, and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your podcast uh, streaming services. 
Uh, Terry and Tom uh, don't get to partake during the uh, school year. Yeah, some uh, of us t- have to work. Terry doesn't come at all, but but Tom will during the <laughs> non-school year. And uh, we, we cover some stuff, and uh, we had some fun this week, uh, Hunter. Um, and uh, so it's set up, and, uh, you know, when we started the week, we was game one of the of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and we're already pretty much the first round's done. So yeah, we're for now baseball. Ready, we're now ready for the second round, <laughs> and we started. Uh, we were in the in the Western Conference fi- and Eastern Conference Finals, and now the NBA Finals are off to a 2-0 start. Um, we've got college football this weekend, guys. We've got, let's see, uh, uh, NASCAR racing, tons of news, new schedule news. Hmm. We've got this weekend's news, uh, all kinds of things going on in the world of racing to get into today. Uh, PGA tennis, uh, uh, but a little bit of everything. So we're, we're, we're going to get organized and, and going in, in just a few minutes. We'll have our NFL picks today. Hunter and I held off. We hold off for you guys on Saturday so we can pitch in on Saturday. Uh, big game this weekend, Tom. The Cleveland Browns have as many wins as the NFC East. They're not very good this year. I, I thought Philadelphia the, would the, be You're better. talking about Cleveland? Again, the Cleveland I, Browns have as many wins as the <laughs> NFC East. So Washington has none. Right. The Giants uh, have Washington none. has Philadelphia has a tie. Washington has Washington, one. That's right. One. As many wins. As that's right one. now, <clears throat> as of right if now, they are Tom, tied for first if in the Tom, NFC. East. The Atlanta Falcons knew how to fall on an onside kick. Cowboys the whole NFC down. East would have one win in three weeks. It would be for Washington too. I and it would be that. the Washington football team. So you guys are doing a good job over there in the East taking We're care trying. of business. Uh, We're trying to so, carry. Kevin, what are you trying to get at here? <laughs> that the East is garbage. So it's, it's like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. You got one win. Two uh, wins. You know. I you mean, got one win and a give and a giveaway to you. And you got them little Browns <laughs> coming into Dallas yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, as many wins as the NFC. We, East. Well, I, I, just like I said last week, when I, me and Tom and I was talking about, it, I said we score forty-five on who? On Cleveland. Well, we'll score forty-nine. Oh, we've seen that before. We can do it. Uh, we've got Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, Cardinals choked. Indians choked. In fact, seven of ten <coughs> central teams made the playoffs, and all seven lost in the first round with the Cardinals the only team winning one game. The American and National League Central seven playoff <laughs> teams went one and eight. Well, I, I don't know what Cleveland's going to do. So we're it. better in football in the central than we are in baseball is what I'm, yeah. what I'm getting at. Cleveland reliever Brad Hand came in and just blew the game. And I'm not really sure that they're supposed to give him a, a $10 million option next year, Terry. So was that it? I think we'll go ahead and pass on that one. Uh, but uh, I, I tell you the most depressing moment of that series is when, you know, Cleveland went up four nothing and they, I don't know why they started the game. Like they, they, it, they started a game. It rained. And I think that messed up Carrasco. But in, in all in all fairness, you know the what's the guy who was pitching for the Yankees <clears throat> that night? Um, his name slips my mind. They, they, the the Japanese guy. I know there. I can picture him. Yeah, I was they've been there the forever. <laughs> but they got they got to him in the first inning, and they got to him for like a couple runs, and then they came back out, and then they had four runs. They had four runs, and then I think uh, maybe being out bothered Carrasco for a little bit, and. They, they, I think they pulled him out just a little bit too early. And, you know, Sandy Alomar is managing the team, not Francona, because he's been out. And when when that came out, I was like, I don't know if they should 
take him out, and the next guy comes in and gives up a granny. I mean, you know, it's well, like, well, I didn't know about you know, that move. The one comment I do have on the baseball stuff is, you know, I, I just think we're going to get into that later in all the games, but I think that maybe I'll have a proposal for you guys. Why don't they just let the DH be a fourth outfitter because we're playing like softball anyway? Because I, I turned it on. It was 6-2 the other night. Cardinals sat down, got in from baseball with the kids, ready to sit <clears> down. <throat> And so I watched the Padres hit five home runs in two innings. And I'm like, this is softball. It's slam like, Diego. That is, there, there's no base-to-base. There's no stealing. It's just swing as high as you can. And, and I, watching <laughs> the kid pitch, Terry, I don't know if you've noticed this stuff. Do you see the kids swinging? A lot of kids swinging up on it a, a lot in other levels, like the in the 9- and 10-year-olds. I've seen quite a few with some big uppercuts and, and, and a lot of kids hitting the ball up in the air. And I know, you know younger kids have – lot of trouble catching the ball uh, as opposed to the older ones but i've seen a lot of like really big uppercut swings from just you know some small ones i see a lot of kids who i mean when your coach is out there and he's telling you hit it into the outfield for coach pitch you're getting it into the outfield you've done something special oh yeah and they are definitely yeah i mean you know but uh as far as kids swinging like that i don't know i mean it depends on what coach you got and how he's teaching you and what to do I was just wondering but, any of the upper levels if, if you've seen them trying to – if you've seen a lot of just swinging that way, just just like the pros have I been. I would go uh, to 13- and 14-year-old yeah. where guys try to destroy it. Yeah. But, you know, down from 11 Tom, down, you see 12 down. Like, everybody swings uh, up. The, 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 younger the ones who have been coached better don't. It's just, it, it it's depends just weird on, because most it, kids it, don't have the power to even get it yeah, that, but out it de- there. It depends on whether a coach is coaching you or somebody's daddy mm-hmm. is coaching you. Yeah. Because you'll – I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say where I was, but I, I I could tell this one guy was Coach Dad who was telling everybody to take the first pitch, which, don't do that. <laughs> not, not in recreational ball. Rec ball, you might not yeah. get two pitches to hit. And then there was a kid, I think that's a poor pitch. kid who was out there, two fastballs blown right by him. So Coach Dad's down there saying, uh, watch the curveball, watch the curveball. <laughs> I was like, what? So he just threw, I mean, Swung like almost after the balls in the catcher's mitt. So it's like, why is he gonna throw a curveball? Of course he threw another fastball and struck him out. But it's it's it depends on who's teaching you this game, yeah. you know? You, 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 and I've seen some organizations, you know, the showcase organizations and legion organizations in high school, well, they have really good coaches that tell the kids, look, let's not try to hit the ball out of the park every time. And then you have some that don't really know what they're doing, and they're the ones teaching them. <clears throat> Try to hit it out of the park every time. Take the first pitch and then hit the second pitch out of the park. Well, so it depends on how the game's taught. And and when I <clears throat> the thing that bothers me is when I hear coaches say, "Swing a little faster." Okay, this next pitch is probably not going to be the same speed of the first pitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, and and that kind of bothers me. I'm yeah. like, don't be to either move them up, move them back in your box. That mm-hmm. helps you a little bit, but don't don't holler. Swing a little faster. You know, because I, maybe they mean quicker, Terry. Like, as in, swing it before. Uh, it, you know, baseball is a timing thing. So, it, it, you know, working with my kids, um, my daughter swings way early, and he swings slightly late. So they're completely the opposite. Uh, so you got to make slight adjustments uh, uh, differently and everything. But um, so it's I understand where some of them may be saying this or that on, on that. But I was just wondering in general if if any of them were swinging up like the major. Major league guys are to to towards trying. I wouldn't, to say, I wouldn't that, say swinging up. I'd say swinging harder. Well, you I know? mean, I, that's what I said. From thirteen, <clears throat> fourteen up, maybe mm. they're down. I don't. 
I mean, it's hard for me to say a kid's been taught to, hey, let's drill one out there, well, you know. Terry, I saw a video this weekend, and, and congratulate uh, later, uh, Adam Moorhead um, hit a eight-year-old girl softball, hit one over the fence in their league. It's pretty good. We played. Dustin Moorhead's son, over, uh, daughter over from uh, at a, at a, and her, they were there last night, actually, at maybe his son at West Lincoln, or Thursday night. We saw a kid from Balls Creek, and that's one who's playing out in a district in Boger City. And this kid was eight years old, and she hit it out of that ballpark. And I was like, "Give it to you." That's you great. Know? That's I mean, our I'm boys, saying. our boys don't you know hit the baseballs yeah. that far. I'm guessing you know well, they don't even the hit speed, the fence. Uh, yeah, right. They don't even get close to the fence. Is the speed pitching different at, at that age, girls? Like, because it's underhand, are they throwing harder than we are, coach pitching? Mm-mm, that's the same. I mean, you know, yeah, the balls. I mean, you just like coming that, under. Yeah. I mean, you know, to them instead of over, like you're supposed to in baseball. Right. But before you learn to hit the ball out of the park, you're supposed to. <laughs> take, but don't take don't Japan. start that again today. <laughs> I, I'm going to be really upset if we do that again today. It's not my fault. Terry don't know the rules. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is that a lot of kids aren't taught to say, "Go with the pitch that's a little off the plate." Or, no, you know, nobody's talking. You know, or protect the plate with with yeah. two strikes. If How to turn drill turn on the right inside field. pitch. Yeah. You know, there, there's other things that you can learn uh, hitting that I don't think are taught. Now, some guys you can tell the higher levels of baseball they know how to go with the pitch. Yeah. They they know you know they know how to put the ball in play. But it it like I say, it just goes back. Who's teaching you the game? You know, and uh, where have you gotten your instruction? And, and have you listened to the instruction you've received? So, Hunter, I got. I got a little disappointed for you this week on on our baseball. I was wearing my brand new sweatshirt and nobody noticed it. Oh, I didn't get one compliment. What sweatshirt? The golden dogs. <laughs> oh. I didn't end up with a coach's shirt and they we the kids came up with a, the team the golden dogs is what they end up coming up with. So my wife made made me a a, a hoodie that said it on it not one of them said anything about it. I thought they would. <laughs> they didn't. But anyway, we ate Terry Lost Thursday night, seven to four. Hey, you know what he just sounded like? He sounded like a teenage girl that nobody upset. liked their Facebook post. I was, I was upset. <laughs> so I've been pouting for two nights, two days now. <laughs> he's just been, he's just been sitting there pondering. I was saying, so proud. What? I thought the kids would love it. He's like, and why is nobody liking no my reaction. picture? Why? No what, did, what could I have done different? Where they would have actually been like, nice shirt. Terry, I bet of those seven that we gave up, I bet three or four of them were just just throwing it away. Like they they have yeah. they haven't gotten their heads yet that you can't every time you throw the ball, if you're not gonna get them out, they get two bases. <laughs> like just hold it and uh it just, just Are y'all deciding it. to come back to West Lincoln anytime soon? That was Thursday at oh, West Lincoln. Okay. We come every Thursday. Make, oh, I was just wondering. I, I didn't see Are you, you not out there on Thursday yeah. too? Yeah, I was yes. I was there Thursday. Tom, so, so Tom on Tuesdays, um, you know, our pitchers pitch from whatever's comfortable, whatever's best for the kids, you know, allow them to hit the ball. <laughs> On Thursdays, I'm not saying where we play again and who the rules are, but our pitcher has to pitch from the Little League mound and hum them in there at 45 miles per hour. I'm not saying where these places are, but that's where they are. But uh, anyway, uh, JP, have you got your breakfast yet? He's like that boyfriend that keeps stalking the house. He's like driving around the block. He's like driving around the block. He's just waiting, waiting just for his chance. Rules. Just just This, oh, this is what we have to deal with, Hunter. This is what we have to deal get with. Get over it. So right, Get over it. It's like it's like those golf tournaments, you know. You play in one, you know, you hit the golf ball, and then other ones you get to throw it in. Like and drop said, it young in. man, get over. She's Can't moved get, on. She's uh, moved on. Get over it. What, <laughs> make up whatever rules you want to. I don't know what we're playing on Thursday nights. <sighs> Tuesday nights, Tom, we play baseball. Thursday nights, we play whatever somebody tells us the rules are when we get there. Uh, all right, JP, you ready? <laughs>
<laughs> we'll be back. We've got to pick college football games. Terry, are they going to win today? Wolfpack. <laughs> Have you seen us play? You get one and one. Hey, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we'll talk about that when we get back. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute on, on ktcbroadcasting.com. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. You could be the winner of a $500 shopping spree at one of our local area businesses. All you have to do is register. See your local store for details. Register today at Southern Equipment Company on Highway 18 North in Shelby, at Norris Merchandise on Highway 18 South of Shelby, at All Carry Insurance Agency on West Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, at Fins and Critters on Gant Street in Shelby, at Cleveland Floor Covering on East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, at the Captain's Cap Family Fish House on Linwood Road in Gastonia, at Medical Arts Pharmacy on Grover Street in Shelby, at Professional Pharmacy on East Main Street in Walling Springs, at Aura Supermarket in Broad River Hams on East Marion Street in Shelby and at Arnold's Jewelry on South Washington Street in Shelby. Register today. The drawing will be live on the air Friday, October 30th. You could be the winner of our $500 local shopping spree at one of our area businesses. Brought to you by The Boss, Carolina Country, KTCBroadcasting.com, and WhatsUpShopper.com. The NASCAR Xfinity Series. Here's Ross Chastain down low. He'll power to the lead. Haley Sides is at Talladega Super Speedway. Trouble turn number four. Two cars get together, slide up. Harrison Burton hard into the outside. It's anybody's race to win on the high banks of Dega. Oh, trouble front straightaway. No aggression gets turned. The big one has broken out at Talladega. It's the AG Pro 300. Saturday at 4 on the Motor Racing Network. Oh, Carolina Country WCSL 92.3 FM, 1590 AM. And online at ktcbroadcasting.com. Cameron Spangler of Crest High School is this month's McDonald's WOHS WhatsApp Shopper Scholar Athlete of the Month. Cameron is the daughter of Gary and Kelly Spangler and is a senior at Crest High School. She plays volleyball and softball and has a grade point average of 4.625. Cameron takes a multiple of AP and honor courses and is also taking classes at Cleveland Community College. She's a member of the Beta Club Science Olympiad, National Honor Society, National CTE Society. She also plays travel softball and volleyball. She's a member of the Double Shoals Baptist Church and Youth. She assists with the North Shelby Christmas Party and a volunteer for the Junior Civitan and Beta Clubs. After graduation, she plans to attend NC State University and major in business management and marketing. After college, she plans to be a wedding event planner. The McDonald's KTC Broadcasting What's Up Shopper Scholar Athlete Award is to recognize a student athlete not only for accomplishments in athletics, but also for overall achievements in the classroom and for overall school and community citizenship. 
It's true. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, we agree. And we would like to help. We are your Edward Jones Financial Advisors, Adam Larson and Kevin Larson. Together, we can give your long-term retirement strategy the attention it deserves. Stop by one of our offices today in Shelby, Adam Larson, 1427 East Marion Street. Call 704-692-0249. In Cherryville, Kevin Larson, 217 East Main Street. Call 704-692-2325. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing. Member SIPC. Do you have a little wiggle in the front end of that car or truck? Or are your stops taking a little longer? Then you need to see Petite's Front End and Brake Shop in Shelby. For over 42 years, Petite's Front End and Brake Shop has been serving this area. From alignments to brakes, from shocks to tires, from AC work to heater repair, they do it all. Even minor automotive repair. And they are a North Carolina inspection station. Just call 704-482-8471 or come by. They're located at 308 North Washington Street in Shelby. See Tim and the guys today at Petite's Front End and Brake Shop in Shelby. Open 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. And we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin and the guys. Um, the show must go on, Terry. He has a very interesting picture up. Their heads are cut out of mascots, apparently. JP, here we yeah. go. Let's play this game, JP. We're not even going to ask you to name the mascot. Can you name the school for each team our faces are on? Uh, I can only name two. Okay. I don't know what number that is. Oh, my goodness. He's showing the note. Yeah, NC State and North Carolina. That's <laughs> yeah, he got it. So you got the two with the names on the, yeah, on the shirt. On yes. The shirt. So, two, so I you don't no know who idea. me or Tom are? No idea. Tom keeps moving. You're, you're some Tom kind is of, over you're some there, kind too. Amish person, it looks like. I'm an know. Amish person. <laughs> that's close. And the other one looks like a potato head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that, what that, I call that, that is the is it Mr. Potato Head, Tom? <laughs> you hit it correct, <laughs> JP. There's the Ohio State Potato Heads <laughs> and the Appalachian State Yamish folk. So I was right. Yeah, you were right. You're all over it, JP. All over it. There you go. Good morning, JP. You, you had your breakfast yet? No, I haven't gotten into it yet. I'm about to. All right. So has well, Appalachian State postponed their game because of Corona again? Yeah, the these dirty Charlotte people come come around. I think it's the other way around, friend. No, it's not. Who got canceled a, first? I think it's the other way around. Who got canceled first, Tommy? Oh, who got canceled first, Tommy? Who's got been canceled twice, Tommy? Yeah, after Charlotte. y'all gave us Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> y'all gave us Corona. I, I am one thousand percent sure there's more disease and, and problems in Charlotte than there is in Boone, North Carolina. Yeah, but we have like indoor plumbing Charlotte in Charlotte. Dirty. I'm just saying it's a it's a major me- So we played city. let's see, we played y'all and we haven't played since. So so <laughs> that's it. Just Y'all keep going. Yeah. Just keep going, yeah. Just so do it. That's just it. Duke it out. Hunter and I talked about these wonderful NCAA rankings. Terry, you want to explain how North Carolina is where they are? I don't understand the <laughs> rank rank coil. I mean, what's the Mac Brown wrote on the back of the shirt? So Mac, so the 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 UNC hey, Max. Terry, we're one and zero. Pittsburgh is three and zero, and they're twenty fifth. Yeah, I know. North Carolina is one and zero. Over who'd you hey. beat? Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse. Did Pittsburgh beat them too? Yeah, I picked yeah. Pittsburgh to beat Syracuse. So listen, how are they twenty fifth in your eleven? No, no, listen, you can't 11. penalize somebody for not playing. We can't help it, Charlotte. You can't reward somebody for just not being Listen, good. I we mean. can't help that Charlotte backed out because they didn't have yeah. enough line. Y'all don't play a and then, soul and move and up. Then, and then look, 
and then we and then and our 12. scheduled bye week hit. So it's not like we didn't play two teams back to back. Our scheduled bye week hit, and Charlotte backed out because they said it was unsafe for us to play with the amount of linemen that we have. So I can't help that we're still one and zero, and the team we were supposed to play backed out. Well, they've penalized Ohio State. They're down at six right now. Well, they you, be top five you forget, Tommy? you forget. Let them play first. Yeah, I was gonna say you forget before, when they first put out the rankings. There was not a single Big Ten team or Pac-12 team in the rankings because they were not thought to play. So now they're they all, all just gonna, now they're gonna like start sprinkling. They're gonna start sprinkling them in. Play. They're gonna sprinkle them in, and so Pittsburgh beat Syracuse, Louisville, who's ranked. Yeah, they beat the dog, and Austin, or they scored with and Louisville Austin Peay State. Uh, and so they're three and zero, and that that equals a twenty fifth. Oh rank, no, 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 The biggest surprise and North ranking. Is the biggest surprise ranking to me is Miami. Where My God, Miami's like top ten. They're pretty good. What I've seen, they they've scored a lot of points. They let Louisville score a lot with them. But Louisville's got the really good little running back though. The He's surprise really team. Miami's Miami eight. used to be in the top all the time. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I mean. It's by not it's, like North Carolina. No, it's been up Harry, there. Hunter, it's been here's, since the two early two. It's been almost twenty years since Miami's actually been Hunter, relevant. Hunter, here's the difference. Think about mm-hmm. it. Here's the difference. Though. Florida State and, and Florida right have that. always been above Miami for at least the past twenty years. And you're right on that. But here's the difference. Miami's one of those names where when they're three and zero, they're in the top ten. Pittsburgh's three and zero. They're twenty fifth. Yeah. I we right. have no idea how Carolina's eleventh right now. In under they've ne- under any circumstances in the history of that school, where they would be ranked eleventh right. at one and zero with Syracuse. Well, win. just look at this though. Maybe the ACC is getting a little bit more recognition, so give them a little bit of credit. I guess the some the, people, I guess listen, the high school football scouting. I, listen, I, 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 I want to you, you sit and here Clawson. and complain all the time about it being always being. You could <laughs> off your hand, you could name the top five. Just I'll, you could name them, and we finally nice. we got and we reason. finally got somebody else that's actually creeping up in there. So you know Cincinnati's what? I'm continue. happy about it. Listen, do it, it, listen, listen, do it. it's nice a non-name team listen, like that is the listen. But it's North weird Carolina plays Boston College today. Going to be two and zero, and they'll jump whoever loses in front of them because <laughs> Auburn and Georgia play today. So. Well, I want to tell you what I heard last week. North Carolina State's playing Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. They have twenty-three players on Virginia Tech that do not play. They got four coaches who are not there. Even their defensive coordinator is not there, and they destroy North Carolina State. We look like a <laughs> optimist team who's learning to play. We did not know how to knock the ball down. I mean, our corners were just getting beat, and the guy would just turn right in front of him, and we couldn't reach around him to knock the ball down for touchdowns. Yep, at Pittsburgh. But it, it, I'm going to tell you the worst part about it is when the game was over and they're speaking to Dave Dorn, he sits there and says, it's been a rough year so far. It's and been I'm two like, games. We've played two <laughs> games. <laughs> and you, you won know? one of them. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, we've played two games, and you're saying, oh, it's been a rough year so far. I'm like, <laughs> 2020 oh, my in Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I we, say, he's speaking in totality no, of 2020. Well, what the problem is, if you're saying that now, look out, buddy. We're probably not going to win maybe one or two more, and that's it. So I need if we have a chance. I need y'all to explain some things. All Last right. week, I didn't have a single person want to take Kansas State to beat Oklahoma. 
I know we only would you would have taken time. Kansas State to just beat Oklahoma? Oklahoma, I, if gave, you were putting money, I didn't on have, it, would I you didn't have anybody pick Mississippi State over LSU? Now that we should have saw, we should have yeah. saw that coming. Yeah, if, I, if we'd have done a little bit more research on that and how much LSU lost off the yeah. defense. They didn't have a five starters turning back on offense yeah. and defense. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we, that yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, didn't somebody almost pick or did pick Georgia Southern to beat Louisiana? I took Georgia Southern. Didn't you Southern. take Georgia Southern? They, they almost know. did. They lost by two. Yeah. I'll give you that. They almost did it. Yeah. They but did. almost was not good enough. I was getting ready to say. They almost they lost. won. That's still they right. don't work. <laughs> they don't work. No, Louisiana. All right, Reggie we have a more time still to pick kicking. them. Dad. We'll, we'll let you guys go across the board on these. Uh, here we go. The Gamecocks are in the swamp today. Florida favored by 16. Florida looks really good, man. I like Florida. I, like I got Florida. That is just Florida. Yeah. TCU at Texas, who almost lost last week. Nobody playing defense in the big nine. Well, they're talking about the kid from Texas, the big quarterbacks, Ellinger. NFL prospect. Ellinger. Yeah. Texas uh, ranked ninth, favored by 10. I don't know why they're favored by 10. TCU beat them last year. Yeah, but at home. I like Texas. Quarterbacks playing well. I, like I guess Texas. it's not packed, at least. I'm taking Texas. Yeah. I'll take Texas. Drinkowitz, does he get his first win in Neyland Stadium? The 21st-ranked Vols are favored by 12 Good over God, Missouri no. Tigers. Good God. Give me Tennessee Rocky Top. Right, but Missouri looked inept yeah, against Alabama. Uh, I like Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee's on the upswing. Tennessee probably Drinkowitz. Oh, that one, I'm going to tell you, now there's another team. That is almost like Carolina. Everybody wanted to stick them into polls every year. Tennessee. Yeah, now all yeah. of a sudden, here they are pretty decent. Now, whoop, they're in the polls. Yeah, yeah. Drinkowitz is getting a feel of that SEC. The he? voters like Tennessee and the voters like North Carolina for random on random things right now. Probably, well, they probably like North Carolina because the quarterback and the head coach is actually established. It's 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 something there. NC State at Pittsburgh. Terry. No, I'm not answering this Pittsburgh. Now Sorry. Pittsburgh goes to four and zero. Should they? Where should they be ranked? Well, they if get, they go to four and zero, they'll at least be ranked twentieth. Do they fall out of the top ten I mean, after beating State Terry? Well, like, you like, know, like well, you know, how <laughs> I many got to win before you get in the top twenty? We got two guys coming back today on defense, but that's not going to help us. Our defense can't stop nobody. Texas A and M number thirteen at number two Bama. Now, Pittsburgh is favored by 14 against State. Bama is favored by 18 on a 2 versus 13 matchup. I, I think. Hey, where they, is it? In Tuscaloosa? It's in Alabama. Yeah, but with no fans. And and here's the stat. Like, I think Saban's 9-1 against his former assistants or something crazy like yeah, that. He destroys all of them. Yeah. So, I. Jimbo used to work under Nick yeah, Saban? I can't remember where, yeah. but yeah, he's a former assistant. I thought he used to work under um, I don't know Bobby Bowden. Uh, I don't know if it was at LSU or or it wasn't where, at the Dolphins or Dolphins no. or whatever. Well, regardless, I, <laughs> this is to me. Well, yeah. Alabama actually plays a lot of ranked opponents this year. It's not just a cakewalk. Mond, the quarterback for Texas A&M, was a return. I think he's like a senior, junior, senior. He would be the only X factor, but I I'll think it take, makes. I'll take Alabama. I don't but, know if you guys remember a couple of years ago where Texas A&M. I think it was maybe Fisher's first year where they played Clemson really, really tough mm-hmm. and almost beat them. Yeah. I think it's going to be a game like that. I think Texas A&M is going to hang around. It's I think they early. cover. I think they've got a pretty good team. I think they cover Alabama. 18. Yeah. I mean, come on, 18? I think, really? Alabama, I think Alabama is going to win, but Alabama will be close. Number 12, Tar Heels at Boston College. Boston College is 2-0. and 
Now, Terry, the same conference. They're 2-0. and They're not ranked. But Carolina's 12th. I watched Boston College play a uh, last week a Texas State or somebody mm-hmm. that they fell behind and didn't come back. And yeah, won. Texas State, they beat them by a field goal, Terry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, this is scary. Row North Carolina. Yeah. Are the Texas State the fighting armadillos? I don't know. I, I'm taking Carolina. I don't like it. Carolina the being reference. the top ten uh-huh. next week, y'all. He does. He is way too young for that. What is it? The armadillos? No, him. Oh, you okay. should know. There's some hunter. You know Texas. This Texas State armadillos from Necessary Roughness, where yeah. Kathy yeah. Ireland was the kicker. That was like not a real school in the no, early nineties. No, it was not. <laughs> it wasn't even a real school. <laughs> so uh, uh, they almost beat Boston College last week. So. Uh, I, I like Boston College. I mean, excuse me. I like uh, Carolina to go up and beat Boston College. It is up in Chestnut Hill, so I, I think that's a tough place to play. It's a tough place to play, and uh, no maybe fans. they was overlooking the Texas. Fans. I don't know how. Many, I wonder how many fans are they letting anybody in? Boston College is one on the road in Massachusetts. No, <laughs> in their governor, who was their governor? I don't know. I'm not up on Massachusetts politics. Isn't I mean, everyone I, in Massachusetts a Democrat? I know every one of their congressional districts is a Democrat, so <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> they have I do, no fans. I do know no that. Fans. No fans. So I, I guess we're, we're going to assume no fans, but I, I like I like, uh, be, I like I like what – and everybody, give Mac Brown some credit. Why does nobody want to give Mac Brown they did. on this 12. show any credit? They he's done a great job. I don't understand. Yeah, he's done a great job he's when done a, he left Carolina. He's done a great job. He's done a good job when he was at Carolina. His first five years at Carolina, he ne- didn't win nothing. But he's done. But a then great... he recruited, and he had some players, and he won his last Isn't five that years. Every my, school? My, my opinion is, and like I am no fan of Carolina, but he has brought legitimacy <clears throat> and, and pride and, and, and belief back in that program. Yeah, and like y'all don't want to give him credit for y'all. And Kevin's laughing. He has, Kevin. I don't care what you say. He is a, okay. he is legitimate. Right. You've said some he big is... words. We went broad <laughs> things. Listen. I want facts. We what top twenty five team has UNC beat since he's been back? I don't know the answer. Is there an answer? Have they beat anybody have other but at, oh, have They played Clemson close. They got close one time, Terry. Yeah, they yeah. played Clemson. They beat close. a bunch of you ACC scrubs. Let me see if I can answer that. And they got beat that. a by App State. But that's the year, the year, me and uh, the year to the prior, okay, okay. the year prior, right. Fedora won two games. Okay. The next year, Mac Brown won seven. I would I, I, say that's again, a pretty substantial who did jump. He beat. Okay. Well, we went, they, okay, you go from one and two. Okay, think about it. The Browns go from zero and sixteen to winning three. That's still a pretty substantial jump. And they you w- beat the teams that you were supposed <laughs> to beat. They did. Well, and sometimes what? Dallas don't even do that, Terry. So I, I mean, I. And what about I'm glad that, big, that we can establish the, I, we beat the, the big team we're supposed Mercer, to beat. Kevin, come on. <laughs> I, are you looking at their well, uh, who yeah, wins yeah, last year? Who they beat last that, year? Okay, they they did not. They didn't have a ranked team on their schedule, but that's not their fault because the ACC is kind of weak. Garbage. Okay, but I just think that it's isn't it fun to have uh-huh. somebody in the ACC besides. Clemson. There's three teams and screaming old Dabo. There's three SEC teams in the top ten right now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking. That's what I'm saying right now. But but that's this what year. I'm. But that's what I'm saying. In years past, there haven't been enough good teams. Florida State. What's happened to them? I'm glad Miami's back. I'm glad Carolina's competitive. I'm glad to see Pittsburgh. Let's get 
some competition going for Clemson, so Dabo just doesn't waltz yeah, I'm to gl- the playoff you know every year. Yeah, absolutely, Tom. Yeah. Thank you, and I'm glad yeah. Clemson and Notre Dame play in the regular season and not in the ACC championship game. I mean, I think Clemson wins that game, but at least it's not going to be let's just waltz our way to the championship every year like Dabo does. Uh, Give him, Let's see if he can coach. Give him some more I mean, North competition I don't play a ranked opponent this year until their last <laughs> One of the two out of the three games, but it's Notre Dame and Miami. So they're going to get curb stomped in whatever bowl oh, they're Lord, in. <laughs> Who's that? Carolina. But now I want no, to tell you something. Yes, they if are. we think no, if won't. we think the ACC is bad, the SEC is not much better because last week they were thumped a lot of times. Well, LSU is not what they were. Yeah, LSU and, and Missouri's not very good. And in some of them, and I don't know Mississippi State with Leach down there. And it was funny. You know what? I don't care if you like. A lot of people love to hate that guy because he's he can be a jerk. Yeah, he can. But he's he came out there in the interview and says, "Well, the Dallas Cowboys and Green Bay Packers weren't available this week, so we decided to play these guys." <laughs> because he's talking about LSU. I love Mike Leach. But he they weren't. But I was, I was thinking, now Mike, that's not the 2019 yeah. LSU Tigers you just beat. But yeah. I, I think you know he he can turn that program around. I mean, it was a few years back they were in the top five. Yeah. You know, so I, I think right. that. I think it's fun to see some other teams besides, like, you know, Clemson every Thank year in and, 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 and the ACC. I, I 100% agree. I mean, if they earn it, I will give Pat him on the back when they start beating teams. I agree. Hey, but I this agree. is who they beat Listen, last year, too. You beat who's on your schedule. South yeah. Carolina has a powerhouse. Uh, got beat by Wake Forest, that great team up in uh, We beat Salem. Miami, who's ranked this year. Huh. Well, I'm talking about last huh. year, Hunter. I know. I'm just saying. Beat now we're sitting here giving them a lot of credit for being ranked in the top ten this year. Okay. Um, we beat them last year. Now explain App State. I mean, how much? Now di- explain App State. I, well, talk uh, Miami. We, then we'll talk last uh, year. We missed a field State. goal to win the game. Hangover. I mean, that's what it was. We, I mean, we missed a field goal four quarters. You missed a field goal. It was a hangover. <laughs> I mean, we missed a field goal four quarters. And and if I, I, mean, if I remember correctly, what led up to that is. They, they were they, owned for four Remember quarters. the emotion, the emotional game. I remember it was it was Mac Brown's first game because I listened to it on the so radio. They beat South Carolina. It was a very emotional game. Now I know South Carolina wasn't very good, Kevin. That was the first game. Then they beat but, Miami. Then they yeah. lost to Wake yeah, Forest. But they had two. Then they lost to App yeah, State. But then it, they it was, lost to Clemson. Then they beat the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. You know, it was a little, nerds. It was a little bit of hangover. The Appalachian State. I'm just saying, Max Brown resume last year includes wins over Georgia Tech, Mercer, Temple, and Duke, and NC State. Okay. Let's crown well, him. Well, he beat. He yeah, be- think of that, John. I didn't say, say crown. I didn't. Did I say crown? Do you want to crown him? Did I say crown him? I, I, crown crown him. I said that? Denny Green. He's brought yeah, confidence and legitimacy and pride <laughs> and competitiveness back to Chapel Hill. He which, beat North Carolina with, State last year with eight defensive starters not even on the field. Temple and Mercer. All right, let's go on. Get the guy some credit he, he's great at beating terrible teams is that good enough for you he's got a is national championship oh my god if kevin deems a guy doesn't deserve the credit he's not getting credit. Ooh, terry agrees with that's me. just i agree <laughs> i just i'm sorry those two agree that's just no I, I, we're, we're in trouble i'll say these are like the shifting alliances of 18th right, century Oklahoma europe State, you know you don't know 20, who's your friend 23 today. in kansas oh god yeah they're Blow the doors Kansas off Kansas. Cowboys and Jayhawks. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah, yeah I like Oklahoma doors State. Off. Memphis Tigers, guys. This is here. We go. We got to toss up. Let's tear up the table. Memphis twenty-five at SMU. Even. Ooh. One and zero versus three and zero. SMU is three and zero. Memphis only played. Who's one SMU hit? played? I don't want to click on it because it might take that. me a minute to get back to. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's too much. I mean, it's almost well, there's so much going on right now. It's hard to keep up. No one is on the edge of their seats, Tom, for your Memphis. SMU pick, yeah. so just pick it. I'm taking SMU. Okay. We'll go, we'll go SMU. I'm, I'm going to go SMU. SMU. Yeah. All right, now this is what people listen to more. Here Hell we go. Yes. Let's, yeah. The Tigers of Auburn Ooh. in Georgia. Seven the South's versus oldest rivalry. Four. Georgia's favored by seven and a half. As in we the should Athens. be. As we should be. There's a possibility. They said JT Daniels might be the quarterback this weekend. He was not medically cleared last week, um, but now he is medically cleared this week. The freshman that we had, uh, we put him in early last week, and he looked god awful. He looked like he didn't, he was not prepared for the college game, so he's going to need a little bit more work. Next guy that we brought in played fantastic, and that's how we ended up blowing that game out eventually. So, you know what? Hey, I give us a great shot. The problem is, is Auburn has got a quarterback that's established. Bo Nix is good, and that, mm-hmm. that name fits the SEC, Bo. Oh, Bo Nix. I'm just going to tell you this, too. Man. Look, at, look at Georgia's next year. They play Auburn. They oh, yeah, have them five at home. out of our next they, six. They have to play Tennessee, but they get the – that's when we'll see what Tennessee's made of. Yeah. I really think that, – that, that's, that's – At Tennessee? No, it's it's between the hedges. So, yeah. I mean, that, that, give, that gives Georgia yeah, – oh, And then they go to <clears throat> Alabama. Mm-hmm. That is just murderous room. Wait, they, we, oh, we got screwed. Bulldogs. We got five out of our five out of six weeks at one point we're playing a ranked opponent. Yeah, then they have to go after they – Kentucky, we got, we play who's Florida. not bad. Kentucky's not bad. we glad bad. you don't got to play the Tar Heels, Hunter. Y'all but then they have to play uh, Florida. Yeah. And then it gets a little easier. Missouri, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, three other last four – Mississippi State, thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, right before Thanksgiving, that will be that'll be interesting to I see compare if, their schedule. It'll be to battle, the Carolina schedule. Yeah, that'll be battle test. Here's a, the difference between being fourth and being twelve. Here's a funny thing, though. This is kind of related to the SEC. I was listening, and the, some of the guys are debating whether Coach Ogeron is on the hot seat. I'm oh, like, I've already what, heard that. Wait a minute. I've already wait heard a minute. Didn't he win that show? This guy just now, won the national listen, championship. Somebody made what a very good people? point. Come on. He I know. Wrong Come with on. The year prior to them winning the national championship, Coach O was there was a rumor that yeah, he yeah. was going to get fired. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. But at the same time, you then, got a transfer <laughs> guy that come there to make you look good. Now you you could I could argue that okay maybe he's not as good as that team. So was he last won year. with this but guy, this, but you're not now he's back on is, the same is, seat he was on. This is not the year for it to be a hot seat though. This is not the year they. You saw why not? Because the NFL just took away every single player that he that, give a outside, break. outside of Burrow. Every player yeah, that they I got agree. drafted, he, he had. To he's got a, he's got a year. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't recruit. Now he's in trouble. He does need to find. He say, needs to find a yeah. replacement for Burrow. Well, next he'll jump back over to Ohio State and see if they got any quarterbacks. That's what I say. You know, you know, they'll probably raid our talent again. Yeah, people that don't like snow, they'll go to yeah. Louisiana. But give him a year to let him recruit. I mean, just mm-hmm. just give That's him a year. I I, I know why the murmuring is out there because he was on the hot seat the year prior. But this year, after what the draft just took him, good lord! Oh, we have a phone. Call. We have a special caller. Uh, JP, you got him on the line? You got him? Is Thomas, you there? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? This is Thomas Borgello of uh, Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and Nissan. That is it. What's up? How much, guys? I just wanted to call in real quick. You guys are talking about North Carolina and Boston College. I don't know if you're aware that we're wearing the white-on-white uniforms today with Ooh, the Carolina blue good. helmets. So that's going to look good. That's going to factor in. 
<laughs> That's going to look good. Thomas, what about these guys not wanting to give Mac Brown any credit? What do you think about that? I, I think you better go back to the first time where he coached there and check how many bowl games he took us to. I mean, well, I, he went five and five, five losing seasons, five winning seasons. But I, I a bunch of bowl games. He's he he's brought back the swag. I would say that. I, oh, he really has. I mean, I, I, you know, he, I, he, he can recruit as, as good as anybody, and he's got a great staff. I mean, when you take take Dre Bly and make him your defensive backs coach, I mean, he was a stud. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes when it comes to coaching staffs, it helps that they obviously know the game to be able to coach the players. But if he, if it's a name like Dre Bly, yeah, I give him credit. To sometimes that'll get a, reg- a defensive <laughs> yeah. back really interested in saying, "Wow, well, this guy had a lot of success at the next level. Maybe what he's going to teach me is really going to transfer over here at the college level." So I agree. Oh, I think Mac. I think Mac Brown. You know, then you know people want to to poo poo it when they say, "Oh, the the name alone can't be it." I'm he's one of the only six college coaches. Seven, I think now with Ed Orgeron. One, one that can go into a recruit's room and say, I have won a national championship. Would you like to come and play for me? It's a big deal. It I is mean. a big deal. Yeah, these guys here, these guys here are Mac. This is the official Mac Brown Haters Club, KTC. <laughs> so they're, they're not wanting to give him credit just yet. And Kevin's got a smirk on his face over here because well, we're still he trying is... to figure out who always beat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> now he hasn't played the toughest schedule. We, we I do agree with him on that. But he's let's been give him a at chance. North Carolina for one yeah. year. What do you want? Okay. Yeah. What do you want? Well, I'll well, tell you something. Over your way, and I know. Way, and I know He's listening. He's oh, okay. on radio. Right. Got, go ahead. But over your way, you got any Carolina stuff on any of your Jeeps and all to sell to people over there? <laughs> <laughs> we don't, but I think it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Ter- Terry's trying to get you to give him a, a quote unquote loaner vehicle, maybe for a couple of years that he can drive around <laughs> and, and just and just promote friendship I could over promote there. you, man. You know? <laughs> but only Carolina Blue. You can't give the Wolfpack hey, fan a red car. Hey, listen, I'm I'm all in on on you know, promoting us and letting you ride around Lincoln County. That's where I live. But uh you know, Tom, your brother, I mean that's where he got his chair. Oh yes. And I, I'd like and, to tell you, he, he and his girlfriend have both purchased vehicles from y'all, and he loves that Grand Cherokee. He won't let me get in it, Thomas. I'm not allowed in the vehicle, okay? <laughs> hey, when you're ready, when you're ready, Tom, come on down. The Gladiators right now are being sold at employee pricing plus a little bonus cash off, so uh-huh. we can set you up with probably the best deal ever. And you can let one of your former students do your paperwork. Who's that? Michelle Walker. Oh, really? Michelle's down there now? I know she was in Shelby for a while, so I'm glad. That, that, yeah. She's a good kid. I remember Michelle when she worked at the mall when she was a teenager, so it's been a long, long time. I'm glad you got a good employee there. Oh, she's fantastic. She's one of the best in the company, and whenever Dan bought his uh, Grand Cherokee, and she's like, Cinefani, you know, and then your name came up. She's like, oh, my God, he used to be one of my teachers, so, you know, you should stop by and see us. Okay. Well, you make sure you tell, tell Michelle I said hello. And when I'm ready to buy, when I'm ready to be cool, I'm going to come down there and get me a gladiator. Come on down, man. <laughs> okay, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, so thank Tom, you. So, Thomas, you're picking uh, Boston College today. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry you're breaking up. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I'm all the way in with the heels, baby. There we go. All right, that's awesome. Probably have my like, five touchdown passes. Chad Threat might have 15 tackles. I don't know. Possibly.
right. Y'all have a good day. Well, okay. Thank you for calling in. Thanks, Thanks for calling you. in. Thank you, Saturday you want and talk no whatever lie. about whatever you want, sir. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Give uh, Thomas and the gang a call uh, up there, Tom. You got all the Yeah, I have the uh, phone number, 828-919-3001. That's for Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Uh, that's at 190 Oak Street Extension, Four City. And Friendship Nissan. You know what their top-selling vehicle for the Nissans are? Is it the Altima? It's, uh, yeah, that's not a bad guess. It's actually the Rogue, okay? Really? The little four-door, mm-hmm. the little SUV, cool-looking little SUV. I'm sure they got plenty of Rogues down there. Friendship Nissan, 156 Oak Street Extension in Forest City. Phone number 828-245-1661. And I, and I can tell you, my brother and his girlfriend did purchase vehicles and th- they're it, very pleased with is it. Is it safe to, to guess that maybe that, that might be our number one fan that called yeah. in? Yeah. That might be our number one fan. One. Look at that, and, guys. And if you're real special to him, he'll put an NC State logo on the back of your car. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You like just got done trashing your team. Why would you so, want to have a logo So, so on Tom, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I feel for you. I think you're too close to the fire. You've been around, Your daughter's like 18, 19. You're, you teach high school. And you just said me and Terry are haters. You, you, and those kids today like to change the words of things. So what's the new word? I call I call fact-telling. Fact-telling. Me and Terry said nothing bad. Did we say he was a bad coach? Did we no. say they were a bad team? No. We want to know how you're You ranked. implied it. No, you see? You're you, reading you into what you think. You're what your you own think personal bias saying. what we're saying. All you we're saying it. is... It, we, you shouldn't be crowned it's right now. a smirk on your face when you think, <laughs> say things. Your your Listen, face tells the story. He did a great job. He won two Gator Bowls, a CarQuest Bowl, and a Peach Bowl. That's that's Appalachian State territory, okay? He, he did good last time he was around. So, uh, listen, they, they started here last time, 1-10, 1-10, 6-4, wins, okay? That's where you show improvement. Well, in his fifth year this time, he'll be 87 years old, Hunter. We, I don't, we don't know if that's He's not right. 87. <laughs> He is not 87. That was the one shot I took. There you go. I'll give you that one. <laughs> he just said facts, 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 and then he I called Mac Brown listen, 87. I took if one Nick shot. Saban can keep coaching, Mac Brown sure as hell can. Listen, they can keep yeah. coaching as long as the what? boosters are paying the players. Huh? God, yeah. What? Nick, God, Sa- yeah. Nick Saban That's could probably. That's not even on the same category. I'm talking age-wise. Even what are you though, talking about? No, even Nick Saban's though, in his 60s. Right, even though, even though I hate Nick same. Saban, he could probably out-bench-press anybody Pete on the state. Pete Carroll is older than both of them. Pete Carroll's in his 70s and is coaching at the NFL level. See, but the NFL is the old man's game because you don't have to be the raw rock guy you, got guys, you see well, what I mean still, you don't have just, to be the raw I'm just saying rock. at their age something. they can still you don't, you don't have to be Dabo you, you don't have to be the screamer Pete Carroll people I'm, I'm on his side because I hope I look that good when I'm at age I, was, he I does, knew you were going to go there yeah. I, he don't look it he, I, he looks like he's in his early makeup and stuff but anyway I'll say this and what I'm scared of I don't even really think it's the age I think it's the mentality of the coach like they talked about Dabo Sweeney going to the NFL that wouldn't work he's a rah rah that that doesn't work you know who would be Ryan Day Ryan Day would be a great NFL coach. I'm scared Tom, to death. you better death. hold your tongue. The New I'm York scared Jets to death. might be looking for I'm a new scared coach, to and death. that might be him. He would because he's got the mentality for it. Last, let me get this straight. He's I'm got the demeanor for it. to get college football straight. Let's get this if right. If you win the national championship, the coach should be fired. But if you win the national championship 20 years ago at another school, you should be ranked 11. 20 years ago? It's 15 years ago. Okay, whatever. Either way, fire Ogeron. 
put a bronze statue of Mac Brown. I just want to make sure. You can't we're, help we're Mac get, Brown decided to go to the booth. We're getting the statue. I didn't right. say fire Ogeron. <laughs> I'm saying people today, that's, that's, the, what, that's the atmosphere. See, you can't fire Ogeron anyway because he is so Louisiana anyway. Got it. That's not good. I mean, Cojo, Cojo. We fire less miles. Anybody can be fired at LSU. But my my daughter heard less miles on the TV, and she looked at me and said, what's wrong with him? Oh, Cojo, you mean no? Yes. And uh, that's just the way he talks, huh? That's the way they talk down there. 18, Oklahoma at Iowa State. Oklahoma fell all the way to 18 from, what, third? They deserved They're it. They're one and one. They deserved it. The way they gave that game away They did at give that home. game away. They're favored by they seven gave it and away at home. at the cycle. Iowa State lost to Louisiana. Yeah, they gave it away. They blew the game, they were and they a, fall 15 spots. That's what I'm saying. They, they should fail 15 spots instead of at least, like, I understand falling, but you fell fit. You Maybe tumbled. the 10th. You don't lose Not that, that game to an unranked team at home when you're up. What were they up? 18 points in the fourth quarter? God, this sounds a lot like the Falcons. Again, <laughs> Pittsburgh is 3-0 and and ranked 25th, and we're arguing about Oklahoma. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? If you get beat at home by a subpar opponent, you deserve it. i tell you what, Oregon. Bounce, bounce back game. Bounce back game. Oregon 0-1 still ranked ahead of Pittsburgh. Huh? I mean, not Oregon. LSU. I'm saying Oregon. I'm looking at Orgeron. <laughs> you say, I'm looking at LSU. Saying, He's looking Orgeron, at LSU saying Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> and I'm like, they're that not even awful. playing that right now. That was terrible. That was terrible. Use the pen like how Corso does on college game day. <laughs> not so fast. It's, 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 it's not so, so fast. So the table, are you guys picking Vanderbilt over LSU this week? No. Okay. No. no. Uh, I don't even know what Vanderbilt's got. Anyone, got anything? anyone picking Virginia to upset Clemson? Not at all. And no. Friday night, last night, BYU beat LSU. All right, t- JP, we got to go. <laughs> Louisiana Tech. Yeah, LSU's L- Louisiana Get Tech. Get yours. Oregon. 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 You going promo- to promote Calvin's? You going to promote Calvin's remote today? No, uh, in a little bit. Uh, okay. JP, you're up. On, we'll be back in a minute. KDCBroadcasting.com. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. Plumbing problems? Well, if you're not an expert plumber, then we invite you to call the expert plumbers. That's Olmstead Plumbing in Forest City. Just call 828-245-7302. Recommended since 1973. From faucets to sinks to toilets, from sewer and drains to well pumps, from dishwashers to disposals to bathroom remodeling, residential and commercial, new homes too. Don't let your plumbing problems drive you plumb crazy. Call Olmstead Plumbing in Forest City. 828-245-7302 or visit the website at homesteadplumbing.com. Check out the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday all-you-can-eat specials from the Captain's Cap Family Fish House. On Tuesdays, it's all-you-can-eat baby fried flounder for only $10.99. On Wednesdays, all-you-can-eat calabash shrimp for $10.99. And on Thursdays, it's all-you-can-eat whitefish for $10.99. All with the trimmings. And Sunday is your choice of all-you-can-eat calabash shrimp or perch for only $10.99. And the Captain's Cap is now hiring the Captain's Cap Family Fish House. 
3140 Linwood Road, Gastonia, 670 Park Street in Belmont, and 1218 Highway 16 Business in Denver. Voted again, best family fish house, best salad bar, and best tea. That's the Captain's Cap Family Fish House. Cameron Spangler of Crest High School is this month's McDonald's WOHS WhatsApp Shopper Scholar Athlete of the Month. Cameron is the daughter of Gary and Kelly Spangler and is a senior at Crest High School. She plays volleyball and softball and has a grade point average of 4.625. Cameron takes a multiple of AP and honor courses and is also taking classes at Cleveland Community College. She's a member of the Beta Club Science Olympiad, National Honor Society, National CTE Society. She also plays travel softball and volleyball. She's a member of the Double Shoals Baptist Church and Youth. She assists with the North Shelby Christmas Party and a volunteer for the Junior Civitan and Beta Clubs. After graduation, she plans to attend NC State University and major in business management and marketing. After college, she plans to be a wedding event planner. The McDonald's KCC Broadcasting What's Up Shopper Scholar Athlete Award is to recognize a student athlete not only for accomplishments in athletics, but also for overall achievements in the classroom and for overall school and community citizenship. More and more new items arrive every week at this and that trading post. 3857 Dallas High Shoals Road, right across the flea market. This week you'll find Ingenuity Baby Bouncers for only $29.50. Cornell Awards, just $30. Microwave Ovens, $60. Alexa Clock Radios, $25. And Skedaddle Elephant Night Soothers are $18. And this and that trading post has Halloween costumes and Halloween candy. Shop and say big at this and that trading post. 3857 Dallas High Shoals Road, right across the flea market. It's a story that started in a community like ours. Cal Cunningham grew up in Lexington, where church youth groups working at the local brickyard in McDonald's shaped his life. And now Cal's running a different kind of campaign for the U.S. Senate. I'm Cal Cunningham. I want my service in the U.S. Senate to be about listening and going places where Democrats don't always go. That's what I learned growing up in Lexington, where we don't check voter registration before taking care of our neighbors. We believe in hard work and service, just like the soldiers I served with overseas. Cal Cunningham volunteered after 9-11, a lieutenant colonel in the Army Reserve who served three tours and took on corrupt government contractors. And Cal will take on the corruption in Washington that's been rigging the system for the drug and insurance companies. That's why Cal's not taking corporate PAC money, because he believes the top 1% don't need more favors. It's regular folks who need a voice. He'll be a senator on our side. I'm Cal Cunningham, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cal for NC. Sega is known to be a wild card. Is there anything you can plan for in the Super Speedway races? The more that we race at these restrictor plate tracks, the, the more they become unpredictable, to be predictable, to not be predictable. I, I don't even know what I said, it kind of sounded right, but again, there is no constant in these Super Speedway races. Uh, I, was, I was running fourth behind William Byron with 15 laps to go. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago for that uh, the playoff cutoff race game, to get in, and he peels off and pits, and I'm like, where's he going? That's his 
stupidest call I've ever seen. You know, we just now bumped up a row. Uh, after the restart, I was leading the inside lane, and then I get wiped out in a wreck the next lap. And there he is with fresh tires, just navigating through everybody, and comes home and, and comes back and wins it after he's hit it from third place with 15 laps to go. That, that's how nuts all the restrictor races have turned into being. Awesome. Thank you, Kurt. Chase Elliott was asked, at a track like Talladega, are you focused on winning more or stage points? Stage points are huge, you know, and, and everybody knows that now. Um, but, I mean, hey, you know, 10, 20 points in a stage, I mean, that that's, uh, that's a ton. So, I think everybody knows how important the stages are and what they can mean. Uh, especially stage wins, you know, getting that extra bonus point uh, is, a, is a huge thing, too. So um, I think everybody knows that, and that, that's certainly a game that's misplayed. Uh, you know, I don't know that it was as much played that very first year that we had this, but really ever since that first year, I think it has been known, and everybody uh, really gets that. And it's just gotten more and more aggressive, I feel like, as time has gone on to perform well at the stages. So I think it makes it Can you have going into Talladega? Zoom. I made a race car noise <laughs> to end it off. I think the one thing that's always um, always been part of it, I guess, is the unknowns and you know the opportunities for things to happen that you necessarily don't want to be a part of, um, and that's just kind of the nature of the beast. So I think really the strategy has changed to you know with the manufacturers all working together and pitting together and trying to come up with you know, the best strategy to, to run their race to try to, you know, not only give themselves the best chance to win, but also, I think, stay out of trouble. And, you know, it seems like when you have, you know, those, those packs of, um, you know, manufacturers working together, there's less chance for the big crashes to happen. Um, you know, ultimately, it always comes down to, you know, a caution, a restart, uh, the field bunched up, and, you know, whether it's, you know, in the middle of the race going for a stage win or stage points or at the end going for the win, it always seems like that's when the chaos happens. So you're never really too far out of uh, too far out of the dangerous dangerous waters at the super speedways. But, you know, in general, I feel like, um, you know, guys have more strategy involved than they used to, where it used to be just go out and race and try to keep yourself at the front. Now there's a lot more to it. Um, but at the end, I think it's all the same. And, you know, hopefully for us, we'll, uh, we'll have a good race there. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherubal Gastonia. Hello, this is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and ktcbroadcasting.com. 
And welcome back to the show. Kevin Hastings along with Terry Reinhardt and Hunter Yancey and Tom Cinefani. JP's in the house. There was your NASCAR minute. Sorry that you couldn't hear Chase a little bit. Uh, I, I didn't get the background music dialed back enough. That was my son reading off the questions this week for, for the NASCAR drivers uh, after last week's race in uh, Vegas. Uh, I'm here to pat myself on the back. Guys, I picked Kyle, Kurt, Kurt Busch last week. There we go. Uh, he, held, he held him off, but you know what? He got lucky because it was one of those where the pit cycle started and you get a caution. Yeah. That's just luck. Sometimes you just get lucky. And Racing he was is there. weird in some ways and in, in, in yeah. timing on certain things. It's how Cole Custer wins a race or, or, or some of these other guys. Jimmy the, doesn't the win a race. Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch doesn't <laughs> win a race. Now, who was right on Bush's tail at the end of that race? It was almost almost caught him. Somebody was right there on his heels and couldn't get around him. You know, I, I can't remember. I who who finished second in that race? Well, I was about to say, I could have pulled that up in the last two minutes while we were listening to the yeah to I, but, but when i was watching uh, it de benedetto was second i yeah i thought he was going to catch him um, but, but 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 he really drove well the last few laps what's funny about de benedetto um <laughs> so on twitter yesterday she, his wife tweeted out um are you okay over there what did you just say he drove well for the last about? few laps he yeah. was in the final lap on the last lap he drove well all day <laughs> no, he, he had a chance, Tom, when yeah, he I got know. to the uh, end. <laughs> I, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that they couldn't get around. I thought he was going to get around. I thought De Benedetto had a better car. Is what I'm saying. They're at the end of the race. So De Benedetto, okay. uh, see what I'm saying? De Benedetto's wife yesterday tweeted okay. out that uh, she told Matt that he could get a dirt bike for him and his son if he won. If he got into the eight, got into uh, the, the final eight. Oh. And so, like the very next day of him qualifying for the eight, she tweets out the brand new picture of the motorcycle. Like he didn't; it was no discussion. There was no way. He's like, <laughs> I made it. The very next morning, he was at the there motorcycle shop. Oh, there you go. He had a brand new motorcycle. Why, why at, is it bad? At, why at, is it bad to compliment somebody the way they drove at the end of the race? You're it's trying okay, to say, Tom. You're it's trying okay, to say he should have drove well. The, the well, whole I race. mean, the first five hundred laps, and he's there, and you were there on five hundred, and you've drove every one of them. You've had a pretty good day. There was two hundred six. Especially laps. good at the end of the race. How about that? Okay. Especially well. There we go. Oh, I thought it should have got passed. All kinds of NASCAR news to get into and talk about. How about uh, the Chevys, Terry, have announced uh, Hendricks and I think Ganassi, have, no, Childress, Hendricks and Childress, that they will be combining motor shops and working together like the Toyotas and Fords have been the last few years. So maybe this is why or that's why the Chevys have been a little behind. So they're going to actually work on the engines and everything together, between Childress and uh, Hendricks, so maybe that's good news for the Chevy folks, even though Jimmy's getting out. I saw him practicing uh, the other day watching Scott Dixon at the Indy, uh, Indy 500 road course. Now, let's talk about those, Terry, in just a minute. We want to get to all that changes, but we'll finish up this weekend. Bush was first. DiBenedetto, Hamlin, Truex, Bowman, Kyle Bush, Blaney, Eric Jones, Busher, and Harvick. Now, I even specifically said last week, you know, Kurt Busch uh, – Vegas is a good track for him. Um, you can't count on Talladega at all. And the road course, you know, depending on where they put you in qualifying and everything, that that's also going to be a, a little bit different. So I, I thought Kirk could win, um, did a good job, led 29 out of the 268. Hamlin led the most, though, at 121. Um, so there's your kind of recap there on, on that. Um, so where the playoff set is Kurt Busch's end of the next round. Harvick, Hamlin, Keselowski, Truex, and Logano finish off the top six. Elliott and Bowman 
are in the next two spots to get knocked out. Right now, Kyle Busch is nine point spots behind Bowman. Mm-hmm. Bowyer, 20. Amarola is 27. And Austin Dillon, 32. Kyle can sneak in, Terry, because it's not only Bowman. It's Elliott at 10, Logano 11. Any of those guys wreck and Kyle finishes the race, he can get in front of them. Same with Truex and Keselowski. He ain't catching Hamlin and Harvick. If he, let's take his scenarios. Basically, if he finishes second, he can get in if any of those four guys, Bowman, Elliott, Truex, or Logano, wrecks or finishes 25th or worse, which is kind of hard to do when you got a good car at Talladega, they'll probably finish in the top 15, I would imagine. Most of the time. I mean, I think it's another one of them races you're going to come down to the very end to see what Last happens. Lap. I give Kyle Busch a lot of credit this past week. A lot of people say, well, he ended up really with a bad day. Not really. Them last two laps, he picked up six points because he was 15, and then the last two laps he picked up where he's only nine back. Now, you know, anything can happen at Talladega. I love it. I love how that's set in there. I love the Roval. I don't like the Roval as a person, but I like how it's set up as an elimination race. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like that part of it. Okay. The Talladega is the same way. I like those in there. That They have to be in there. You can't have just regular old going around in circles and everything's to your handy dandy. The, the mile and a half have turned into crew yeah, chief races. It is. It, That's it, what I'm saying. It, you got to have something to make them patterns. do more. You know? um, and. and- <clears throat> It's it is tough with the guys, and, and I think that's what they're kind of do, doing with this schedule, Terry. Um, this week in Talladega, I mean, can you even have a favorite at Talladega, or is it just? Uh, well, I mean, you can't <laughs> no pick the guy that you pick, that but you want he's going to be there. He should be. I mean, I could just as well pick but, Jimmy or Kyle as I can oh, yeah. Harvick or Hamlin or any of them to, to win at Talladega. Oh, yeah. It's just so random there. Um, now let's talk about. Uh, one quick other thing before we get to the schedule. Uh, Chad Canales announces he's basically retiring. He's going to be working in the management part of Hendricks. I guess he's going to be working in part with this combination with the engine stuff too, Terry. I think it's a lot more time for him to be at home with his wife and yeah, stuff I mean, like that. He's been doing it for 20-something well, years. Was it 800 races he's been a yeah. crew chief? Uh, fans are asking if him and, Junior, and him and Jimmy's going to do the last race together. Jimmy said probably more than likely not. Yeah. Um, so for fans wanting that, it's, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, Dale, we're going to talk Dale Jr.'s fantasy tracks in just a second. All right, Hunter. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. So here's the, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys the breakdown of what the schedule ended up doing. So they'll be going to new facilities. One is the circuit of the Americas road America, which is in Austin, Texas. It's a road course area. It's, it's hot from what I've read. Everybody likes this place. Like I haven't seen anybody say anything bad or the NASCAR cars won't work or anything. Everybody's like, this is a fantastic idea. Rodney Childers is on board. Uh, Harvick Screw Chief there. The other one is Nashville Super Speedway. And it's not the one that the fans want. They want the short track, but they're going to the other place. But they think maybe they're coming into the, the town to, to work their way and get that other one up and ready. What do you think about those two? Do you have have you ever seen any race on either one of them? No, I have not. That's what I haven't. I, I have not on either place. But uh, when you're getting rid of a few tracks, I mean, some of the people at them places, I mean, you have to understand that's money. 
Mm-hmm. And that's money for people who had extra jobs, or that's what they did to make extra money. And so Kentucky and Chicago is yeah, the right. ones that's going. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chicago is aimed by the same people that owned Atlanta, I think, and Atlanta got the it got that date. Um, Indianapolis is going from the oval, the square. It's really more of a square almost. Why are you doing that? To the road course, and they're going to so Indianapolis that same weekend will have two races on their road course. The Indy five Indy five hundred is look is thinking about doing it at some point, but they're not yet. Uh, but they're they will have two races that weekend on the road courses. Um, Terry, a, a lot of people have not liked the racing at the Brickyard. Uh, Harvick, I get it, won the last one. Gordon won the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we've seen tire issues, you know, there that the, they Goodyear has a problem having those tires hold that weight in those sharp those sharp corners like the, the indie cars you know they just they, they turn okay they, fix it <laughs> i know that but that's been one issue and, and so that's one of the things and then the, and then the drafting uh there as well so they're changing that up darlington gets a second race and as does atlanta part i think which they're not saying those are both within driving distance of all the shops like three hours three and a half hours well four probably from atlanta in the trucks uh, to get down to the speedway in, in about two or hour and a half to two. Yeah. Maybe Congratulations to Darlington. to Darlington because I know, can't just believe a few that. years back, it was almost done. Well, you drive by the track. I mean, you think – I've been thinking for years, it's just going to be any time now that they're going they're just going to cancel it because yeah. there's nothing really around it. I know, but nothing. I like it. But it's, it's tradition. Not, it's tradition. Yes. You can't get rid of that. The track's great, um, but, you know, you, know, you just wonder, Terry, you know, you go to a places like Vegas or Atlanta or, or Charlotte that you know – even Atlanta's like almost in the middle of nowhere yeah. where it's at, but at least it's they're they're talking about putting a casino and stuff out there uh, as part of this one um, uh, of that move of adding that second one. But the Darlington thing that blows my mind as far as money. I think that's a hundred percent a a we're we're close by. Let's save some money maybe type thing because mm-hmm. uh, I just that it's weird. You know, I, I thought they'd be closing at some point. I'm glad they're not. I like Darlington. I like Darlington. So. The Michigan loses a points race. Texas Motor Speedway and Dover are all losing a points race, whatever that means. So, all-star race moves to Texas. I don't, I, we said last week, and I don't mind that. I don't mind an all-star race changing every year, going to a different place. It's like Major League Baseball when you move it. You know right. I mean? I, yeah. I have no trouble with that. Or basketball does the yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. No yeah. trouble. Okay. Now, a uh, little bit talk real quick, guys, about this. I think this. the Pro Bowl should move. They need to play it in a cold That's just for the cold players. Just, that's just a bottom line for the yeah. players. How many they, did they fun. try it like two years they, uh, they did the one, location? Yeah, I think they just did them. I think last year was the one, or the year before it was in Florida. Yeah. They didn't quite go all the way out but, to Hawaii. You know, and I, I understand nobody's going to go out there and try to take somebody else's head off. Yeah. But it's so bad. It's it's so bad. It's just, on it. it's just not how many even... times do you watch? How many times? I and never this is it. me. I don't. I never Ever watch since it. they started all this, I cannot remember a whole game that I watched. Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Because it not doesn't mean one. anything in the history of my lifetime. I've never watched a whole. Pro I think Bowl the only game. ones I've watched is the All Star race, like All Star wise. I watched the All Star race. Because I'd like to go to it yeah. when it was in when yeah. it was in Charlotte. I'd like to go to it. Yeah, I've been to that a couple. And then times, yeah. uh, I will watch the MLB All Star Game. Yeah, I don't watch yeah. the NBA All Star Game because uh, 
That is just no defense. And same thing with the well, Pro Bowl for football. Nobody tried. But they tried some stuff with the Pro Bowl, like to let Deion Sanders and what yeah. was it, Michael Irvin draft teams and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. You know, but I mean, they, they give them credit for trying to make it interesting, yeah. but it's just either put. It's Give just, them a, a purse that they can win yeah. to make they them play something. hard. Yeah. Or let them all play flag, and I want to watch the linemen catch passes and run. And stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun yeah. to watch. That would be fun. All right, here's some, here, here's some explanation of what's going on with the Bristol stuff. Y'all, y'all bear with me while I read a little bit. Uh, while the casual audience seems fascinated by the prospects of a dirt race at Bristol, popular sentiment among traditional fans is they should have simply pursued a day at a regular track like Eldora or Knoxville and not sacrifice one of the four existing races on a paved half-mile in the name of an experiment. But again, Bristol Speedway officials wanted to inject a sense of novelty. They've been having 38,000 people in a 60,000-seat stadium, so it looks more empty, and they don't like it. Uh, so they want Do to something add... new to attract some fans. Makes right. perfect sense. It used to be, I'm telling you, you used to not be able to get a ticket at Bristol. At like, you time. had to get it a couple years yeah. ahead of time. You used to not be able to get a ticket to that <clears throat> So here's the thing. You guys may not know, or most people might not know, the uh, who owns <coughs> the race dates. So, so there are people who actually own the weekends, basically, for NASCAR racing. Each date is currently held by some combination of NASCAR, Speedway Motorsports, Dover Motorsports, Madco, or Indianapolis Motor Speedway. These dates are, these dates are fiscally valuable because they generate revenue from Cup Series TV contracts each season. For a new venue to appear, that track will either need to be leased out, outright sold, or its owners to somehow obtain a date from the track owners that I just listed above. NASCAR has entered into a lease agreement for Road America next season, and SMI has done the same with the Circuit of the Americas. The, the dirt decision was, that, was the result of fan feedback, according to Bristol Motor Speedway General Manager. He says the topic... Uh, routinely come up over the past two decades. They did uh, World of Outlaws back in 2000, 2001. Uh, the average overall 85,000 people attended the World of Outlaws events, uh, dirt racing there at the Speedway. Um, so they're, they're just talking about here, putting it together. Uh, let's see. Brad Keselowski previously owned a truck series. Here's the thing about the, the tires, I believe, is where he's going. And he says the tire package that Goodyear brought to Eldora isn't going to cut it at at Bristol, he said the tire is the big question. If they're going to bring a tire like they brought for the truck races, he would be disappointed. If they bring a very high quality quality tire, quality dirt tire, I think it could be an amazing race. So that's from Keselowski talking about that they didn't put the right tires on them last time. They got to work on that basically. So with that said, it'll say that doesn't affect the Cup cars being heavier, uh, obviously, than the later cars. They're talking about the weight. So it's there. There's nothing else to talk about other than. We're going to see dirt racing in Bristol next year, next year, guys. Uh, whether whether you think you might like it or not, um, they're, they're trying different things, Hunter. Whether they, you, whether you like it or not, people are going to watch. I mean, people are going to watch. Yeah, people are going to watch. single car teams, just like we said last week, are going to have dirt track drivers be in their cars. I don't think so. Wait and see. Think, it happened so. when it's doing the road courses. Boris said, you, do you yeah. hear Boris said no more? You don't even hear him. That's back in the 90s. Though. That was back in the 90s when they first started putting those yeah. tracks in. That's yeah. what's going to happen here. I don't think and this so. is going to last five to ten years of guys getting used to it. Do you do you think uh, Kurt Busch and all of them jump on a dirt track all the time? No, they don't do that. They got talent, They'll but they got out. a lot of people in their car, so they're never going to get out of it. It's those single car guys 
who don't have a chance to win a race are going to go get somebody for that race because they're not competing for a championship. If you're 25th and back, why not go get somebody? Well, tell my, me, you this know? was a smart move by NASCAR. This was a smart move by NASCAR. Smart, smart move. move by Bristol. They, they've, and the reason why it's a smart move is because I'm not too worried about the drivers, whether or not he gets the drive or not that day. They have to go out and get somebody else. It's What did he just say? They don't like it looking empty. What did you just say? You asked kids at your school when we were at yeah. break who their favorite NASCAR driver is. Some of them don't even, don't no. even know what NASCAR is probably. And that, that just shocking. And so it's really what shocking. do you have to do? I, that's why I've said NASCAR to needs bring to bring dirt track in. You got to do something interesting to get the eyes of some people no, that wouldn't not. normally tune in. Let, let, let me make the pair. This baseball, baseball, uh, this baseball format, format had more. Even the, tradi- the traditionists are saying, "I don't like this. I don't like this." But boy, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that NASCAR is trying to do the same thing. Yeah, and, I saw that. And if baseball's smart, they'll they'll keep it because it's it's been interesting. And and NASCAR is is That's trying to trying it's, to get the young people we, back. We, in have to, we have to remember that these are inter inter. They might we call them sports, but they're an entertainment business. And how they make their money is off of eyes and ears being able for people to tune in and watch, and that gets advertisers to say, "Oh, I would like to put money towards your Cause, brand." Because if NASCAR keeps going the way it is, twenty more years, I I don't know if they can sustain. I don't, it. I don't think though the Bristol's the place to do that. Okay, if it's not Bristol, though, are you, would you be upset, though, if it was just anywhere else? If you go to Texas or somewhere that's a mile and a half Man, and put that out there on that. That's a lot of dirt. I meant to say, that is okay, a lot. Okay. That's a lot of dirt. That is a lot. Okay, so but, so, who cares? So, are you more upset about the fact that it's at Bristol or the fact the that they're— small tracks, because you got okay. enough stuff happening okay. in small tracks without right. having to bring in dirt. Okay. So you don't hate the idea, though? No. I could take that anywhere else. Okay. Cool. You know? So if it was anywhere else other than Bristol— you, you, you can't So if they did Bristol, Charlotte, you'd you be can, cool with that's it. That's cool. Charlotte's a big old racetrack. It Put it out there. It is a big old racetrack. You know what I'm saying? What if we did a half-dirt, half— pavement like the roval to like a roval like it's happening well don't say that kid yeah. it'll happen next week i was looking if, if you look i was showing i hey, was what showing if they only did bristol that way and then the turns one and two you're you're hard, hard oh my god going into the corner would, and then the, did the you see what i was trying sliding. to show you that pattern at talladega yeah. and the patterns that they have worked yeah. out for these. it's gonna be tough I'm telling you, but see they ha- but see nascar has to do something right now that has to be eye-grabbing to people that don't always tune into it because it is one of those things I found, you know, when I talk to people that that love to watch NASCAR and enjoy watching NASCAR, their family, they grew up around NASCAR. But a lot of people, a lot of parents, they don't just watch NASCAR. They watch, you know, traditional ball sports if they are, if they even are into sports. And so a lot of people, if you're just trying to grab more eyes and get more people to the track, like it sounds like Bristol wants to do because they have only half really of their full attendance that they could have. You, you do have to kind of go out on a limb, and, and it doesn't surprise Why me. Why do you not think that in NASCAR, when the NASCAR decided to come up with these mile-and-a-half racetracks, that started killing NASCAR? Because there's too many of them. Too many guys get out front in one of them races, mm-hmm. and then nobody else leaves. That's the reason you have to go back to Rockingham, North Wilkesboro, where they're banging every, every time going. Why do you think people like Daytona? Why do you think people like Talladega? Because they now, know that these cars are all together. They're going to be banging. Even when you go to Martinsville, when you go to Bristol, when you go to some of them tracks like that, people are going to watch those. Well, Terry, They're tired of watching them mile and a half where nothing happens. You just brought up a good point. Um, 
would that be a way to maybe bring back North Wilkesboro's cover it in dirt as opposed to repaving That would not be a problem. I would go okay and with Rocky that. Ham, I just think it's hard for the, Bristol. The, the places they've lost. Because about New you Hampshire always have too. good races at Bristol. You don't have to bring in dirt to make them good races. Mm. They're good races whether it's in the spring or the fall or whenever. I wonder why you think they're having less fans at the spring race. You got any ideas or thoughts? I I, I really you think I can't people think. are just going out of town. That's why around we, around those weekends, nicer season. But I just you think know. it was something that that dad and son used to do together. Who watched the race, and they're just not doing it like they used to. I mm. mean, because when I first came in the late nineties, everybody had on Jeff Gordon t shirt, Dale Earnhardt t shirt. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I mean, uh, me and my Terry Labonte t shirt. My know, my cousin, them. if he is listening or not, but he can he'll, he'll test this. My cousin and his dad, they love NASCAR. They watched it together. Me and my dad. We never watch NASCAR because we're just not NASCAR fans. So yeah. it's just one of those things where that's – it just – we would watch football on Sundays right. when people would watch races yeah. on Sundays. That, that's how that is. But you're, but you're right, Tom, in the they sense that's, for that's how NASCAR has its fan base. You grew up and you watched it around with your family. If it wasn't in your family, you're not just automatically drawn to it unless you're a gearhead. I, I think what they could also do is, is – Kind of like baseball did this year, shorten it down a little bit, shorten some of these races. Make it a That's what made yeah. baseball great. Yeah, and just like Hunter said last week and the week before, when they took the baseball and went from one sixty two down to sixty, you was more interested because mm-hmm. everything what was meant happening. More. It all meant something. And mm-hmm. then when you got to the playoffs, it was eight teams now, and it was the best two out of three. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything made a whole lot more right. sense. But now when you come in the next year, you're going to go back to that 162-game season again, and you're going to lose them the fans yeah, was, that was there. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to lose them. If NASCAR does that, maybe make it a sprint more than a marathon. Of yeah. course. But you that means you have to get, obviously, owners to be able to then sign off gonna, on and it. Then who and then who's, yeah, who's, who's getting cut? Who's getting cut? Who's getting cut? Because who's going to make money? You know, well, who's going to get the money? Who's not going to make the money? All right, JP, you ready in there? He's got his finger up. Not that oh. finger, JP. Right, there you go, Kevin. I got it for you. <laughs> JP wouldn't do that. Right. JP, how often do you give people that finger? Never. Really? Never done the middle. I gave it somebody yesterday you. when I've I was driving to off. I've never given the bird. I'm proud of you. Have you ever given someone the feather? I don't even know what that is. So no. <laughs> We'll talk baseball playoffs and NBA finals in just a few moments. Nowadays, buying a new car or truck is different because everything is on the Internet. So why would anyone waste their time trying to get answers from a salesperson who's just going to beat you up for more money? At Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Forest City, our sales guys and sales girls don't work on commission. We have clear choice pricing, a free lifetime warranty, and you can find anything you might want to know on our 300 new and used cars and trucks online at Friendship Nissan or Friendship Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Remember, we're different, and we're right down the road in Forest city it takes leadership to navigate a crisis that's why we need virginia fox representing us in congress while some politicians are hunkered down in fear virginia fox is fighting to revive our economy fund medical solutions and get our nation back on track she's showing up and doing her job even when liberals are phoning it in we can count on virginia fox to fight for us i'm virginia fox and i approve this message because i'm working hard to beat this virus and get our economy moving again paid for by virginia fox for congress 
the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Here's Ross Chastain down low. He'll power to the lead. Haley side is at Talladega Super Speedway. Trouble turn number four. Two cars get together, slide up. Harrison Burton hard into the outside. It's anybody's race to win on the high banks of Dega. Oh, trouble front straightaway. No aggression gets turned. The big one has broken out at Talladega. It's the AG Pro 300. Saturday at 4 on the Motor Racing Network. Oh, Carolina Country WCSL 92.3 FM. 1590 AM and online at KTCBroadcasting.com. When you shop our local advertisers, be sure to tell them you heard it on the radio. That way they'll know that their radio dollars they spend works for them and you too. Even in today's fast-moving world, radio remains the leading media to reach more people. 93% of Americans listen to AM FM radio over the air. TV viewership is 89%, smartphone use is 83%, and personal computer use is 50%. So if you're a business owner, reach more people with the power of radio. If you don't tell it, you can't sell it. See the power of radio. WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL Cherryville. Online at KTCBroadcasting.com. More and more new items arrive every week at This and That Trading Post, 3857 Dallas High Shoals Road, right across the flea market. This week you'll find Ingenuity Baby Bouncers for only $29.50. Cornell Boards, just $30. Microwave Ovens, $60. Alexa Clock Radios, $25. And Skedaddle Elephant Night Soothers are $18. And This and That Trading Post has Halloween costumes and Halloween candy. Shop and say big at This and That Trading Post. 3857 Dallas High Shoals Road, right across the flea market. Take advantage of a special offer on the versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. You own the land. Now, make it yours. Get the Kubota BX2380 for payments as low as $99 a month. Your Kubota dealer is Park of Arms Service, 126 Bessie Drive, off Highway 74 at Oak Grove Road, Kings Mountain. Join Melton Baker for the West End Cell Swap Shop, Monday through Friday on Carolina Country, WCSL, Cherryville, Gastonia, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. And welcome back to Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin and the gang there and there, chatting about... What's up, JP? Not much. <laughs> Welcome back to Saturday Sports Talk. It's NFL football time. Terry just said, y'all look like y'all just got out of prison. (laughs) If you're you're watching online, we've got some uh, fun memes and artwork for you guys. I'm already holding up number one. We've got Terry, uh, Rowdy the Cowboy, and we've got Tom. What's the elf's name? Is it just Elfie? I think it's Elfie. He's an Elfie. I I, I really, Tom, to to be completely honest with you, I don't don't like the elf. (laughs) Don't I really don't like you can't Tom, no. Tom Keebler. Tom Keebler. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it's really not. It's like too easy to make fun of that. It's just too easy. <laughs> that's why they have to just embrace the dog that's, and just I go like forward. I like that. That's better. Just go forward. That's right. The big mastiff. Tom, my uncle uh, James is a Browns fan, and um, he uh, Browns. Yeah, and uh, he. Uh, How did that happen? I, I don't know exactly, but he's always, always has been. But he would uh, every every year he had a poodle. Like a little, a little small one. His name was Chico. And every year he'd get Chico's big old bone. Start of the season, before before every game, he throws it out. He throws the he throws it, threw his bones out to the dogs. Now he had bigger dogs before that. Before I was obviously, 
uh, born, but that's I, I remember that for as long as I can. Uh, it is so OG. bad. He sit there and chew on the bone during the game. It is so bad when I look back, and <laughs> I, at my age, I have never seen the Cleveland Browns in a Super Bowl. Never, <laughs> not to lose, not even be there, not even to think about being there. You have to go all the way back to 1964 when Jim Brown was there. And I wasn't but like two years old, Tom. Well, Jim Brown's still there. At that time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Two Jim, Jim years Brown, old. Technically, he's still there. So I mean, The only you know. Brown stuff I saw was when I come back out of the restroom. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a great joke, Terry. Write that one down. But anyway, Put that in if, joke if, you, if you want to... If you want to uh, talk serious about this, if you want to look at uh, look at the matchup, what concerns oh, me the God. most is the injuries that we have on the defensive side of the ball. And I'll give you all a little credit, which you never do, because I can actually think logically and rationally, which you're not really capable of doing, <laughs> oh. uh, that uh, Cleveland's defense is banged up. Prescott, Prescott's forward, playing huh? well. <laughs> he's, not, he's not Mahomes, but he's not bad. I mean, he's thrown for 400 yards. Uh, he's Huge got interceptions he's, every week. He's got... He's got a receiving core that's probably arguably one of the best in, in football. This is they got Elliott. They they have weapons. It's gonna be it's gonna Cleveland, be hard for Cleveland to stop. Them. Cleveland and Dallas are more alike than you think. They are. Their no, no. defense that, is yeah. suspect in yeah. the secondary. Your front four can get to the quarterback. Yep. And both of your quarterbacks really would rely more on if you run the ball better. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt really helps out Baker Mayfield in the play action. Dak Prescott. He can throw the ball, but I don't necessarily know if I want him throwing it 40 times a game and taking touches away from Zeke. So that, you, to me, you're you're very similar in a Prescott way. Prescott could do it with his legs. I mean, not not quite like some of the other, but he can, you know, he can he hurt can you that way, too. Yeah. Me and Kelvin yeah. were texting last week, and I told him, I said, I thought Jason Garrett was gone. McCarthy is just like Jason Garrett. I'm going to leave you, leave you in the ball game. Until the very end, and I'm going to try to win it on the last plot drive that we have, or our defense is going to have to stop you, which has not been successful in who knows how long. It's kind of the other way around where Seattle you know. left Dallas in the game last week. I mean, Seattle well, no, had a not really. Lead. We had a safety where Elliott falls down in the end zone. <laughs> we get missed two uh, field goals, I mean, extra points on field goals. Yeah, I'm about to drop that, that, that The reason I say Break this the leg. because the score would have been 34-31, and all we'd have been doing is driving down there to kick a field, field goal to go to Is overtime. that Greg Zerline out there? Is yep. Janikowski you know. after maybe a 12-pack? I so, can't tell who it is out there that's missing extra points. Well, Good Lord, hey, killing me in fantasy by missing them dang just Greg easy Greg the is what they called him. Easy he's, he's, When I sat yes. over there and Greg I the watched our defense year. come out yes. there, and just like I said, they, they Seattle stuck two safeties in there to help against Cooper, to help against Gallup, and help a Wilson. But here we are coming down the field, and we're throwing out patterns. And I kept sitting there, and I'm like, the middle's open. C.D. Lamb over the middle. Wilson, do something over the middle. And we never did. We kept throwing little out patterns where we'd yeah, get tackled or we'd call timeouts. Well, and, something worked because they had, you know. And we got down there <laughs> and close enough they to were do close. something. They were close enough to do something. But so, the middle's I mean, open. We could have wasted time and then got down there and had plenty more chances than what we game, had at the end. Or tomorrow's game between you two will be closer than you think. It's going to be close. It's going to be high scoring. I got 45-28. Uh, 
I mean, it, it depends. If if I if I if I'm Cleveland because I'm so because I'm so banged up, I'm going to use the running game and the tight ends for the short control passing game. You're not going to run against Dallas. Yeah, we are. We're going to run, gonna against, run Dallas. against Dallas. We're going to run against Dallas. And the uh, the <laughs> other not going to happen, Tom. The other thing. Okay, whatever. It sounds like the, the Smith. The, uh, Mayfield the, the other, is not going to be able to get away from Smith or none of them. He's I, already showed Russell can, Wilson can, that I can get to you. You're not that fast. Can, can I? Can I talk, Mr. Trump? Okay. Now, what <laughs> I what I what I think is that the Cleveland defensive front and Dallas's offensive line is banged up. Like you're not thinking rationally here, Terry. That 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 matchup goes to Cleveland. So if we can if we can force Dallas into some some short series and then control the game with our short passing game and our running game, y'all won't get forty five points. We score forty five. Y'all are not going to get forty five points. What is game what, plan what are you the way they're supposed to? What are y'all averaging right now? Three, three they're they're games. averaging probably thirties. In, yeah. Cle- in Cleveland, they scored thirty points three times. This well, there's a lot year. of teams. Excuse me, twice. There are a lot in two of the three games that I are giving say. up thirty. So Dak's yeah. having to pass the ball more because we're behind. He needs to be where we're ahead, and then he don't have to. Just hand it off. So, Tom, if you're worried about the Browns' running game against Dallas. Now, now Hunt is banged up, but he doesn't get most of the carries. Most of it's Chubb. Dallas's uh, vaunted run defense is 23rd in the league, giving up 128 yards a game. It's just like you can't can't have a conversation with him because he just – Y'all won't run now, on us. You want to talk about? Why, yeah, Jerry? you're running up Why? the middle. Y'all you're not going to run on outside. us. It doesn't make any sense. Cleveland is fifth in run right. defense, but the complete but, but, opposite but, of what Terry's well, saying I, right now. I will Cleveland's say, giving up 94 yeah. yards a game. They're giving up 120. But I'll say yards. this: the, the reason the reason why Cleveland's fifth those stat that stat can be misleading because when Williams out, Ward played to the second quarter, didn't play the rest of the game. Uh, they they brought the safety from Jacksonville. I can't remember his name to fill in for Delphit because he went down, and they thought that. they thought he was going. Cleveland is extremely banged up in the secondary. Now they're going to get Mac Wilson back this week, and he's pretty good in, uh, in pass coverage Please. as well. So I mean, so we'll see if that improves. That, you're, but you're but if everybody's defense. throwing against you, it's going to make it your look run like defense. The run defense your run defense bad. stats were just padded because y'all just played Washington, and we ain't that good. So that that just added deal. Yeah, and, and Joe Burton got like you know, nine running backs. And Joe Burrow, yeah, that's yeah. wild. Joe, Joe Burrow's out there throwing forty times, and it's just you know, there's sixty some. Good yeah, one, I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I picked him up for fantasy this week. Who's that, Joe? He's, he plays, he's he plays Jacksonville. This he's getting week. a ton of yards. He plays yeah. Jacksonville. So, he's getting a ton of yards. Let me give you guys some defensive stats. Some things Hunter and I talked about this week. Tom, who's the number one defense in the NFL right now, points wise? Number one in the uh, in the NFL defense. I'll give, just name somebody in the top five. We'll go top five. Maybe Kansas City. Kansas City sixth. Okay, I know they They're haven't get, given up a lot. Kansas City six giving up twenty points a game. Only five teams in the NFL are giving up under twenty right now. Yeah. The NFL history average is uh, twenty four points a game. Right now, uh, though, this year we're sitting on the average of twenty five point seven. So it's up two points a game right now. And we have Coach Pruitt on the phone apparently from JP. Is that right, JP? You got you got a thumbs up. There we go. Uh, Coach Pruitt, you on the phone? Yeah, who is the number one defense? Is it the Patriots? No, it is not the Patriots. They ain't even close. They give up a ton to Seattle. They're twenty. No, no they're not. They're they're eleventh. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. There you go. Fifteen points sometimes, a game. Sometimes it matters who you play. Yeah, so they do have some good players. Uh, the uh, linebacker, the Leonard kid from South Carolina State, is one of the best mm-hmm. players in the league. Nobody's probably ever heard of him. Darius Leonard. He's really good. Yep, uh, San Francisco's two, Baltimore three, the L.A. Chargers are four, 
And the Pittsburgh Steelers, my Super Bowl pick, Terry, because Big Ben came back, are fifth in defense. All right. Coach Pruitt, what's up? Not much. Not much. Just uh, listening out. I was out doing a few things this morning. Heard y'all earlier, and then I got a few minutes. Thought I'd just give you a call since I didn't talk to you last week. Well, uh, what's going on in the world of uh, of high school sports? You guys getting getting prepared? This has uh, got to be the weirdest year, I guess, ever for you guys. And uh, basketball will be played first. I got that schedule come across in, in, in the other day. And then we've got football and baseball. And uh, a little busy, I guess, trying to figure out uh, all of that, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's definitely different. Yesterday was our first day back on the practice field. When I say that, we were at the stadium for the end of our summer workout through this past week and we uh, overseeded our field with rye on monday rain came on tuesday so grass is probably gonna start growing pretty soon but we couldn't get out there on the game field so we went to the practice field first time in almost 11 months that we had done anything productive on our practice field which is uh, definitely unique uh but uh but our uh the thing i'd like to say about our program is the excitement our kids have for this preparing for this season uh, we had averaged over 30 kids a workout this week, which uh, I could say has not happened at Cherville High School since I've been involved with Cherville High School football back in the early 2000s through the time that I was with Coach Fox in 2012. So I've been impressed with our kids and their energy level, and we've started working on skill development and install. So uh, we're getting ready for the season, and it's uh, a little over four months away. You know, uh, back a couple of weeks ago when I talked to you, I forgot to mention we're really about at the point back there when we were five months away from the season. And now, you know, we're, we're kind of in that springtime mode, but it's fall. It just seems unique. Right. And, uh, you know, just uh, things like, hey, we'd already had our fundraiser done. We'd be getting ready for homecoming <laughs> right now. There would be so many things going on, and uh, we are going to start doing some fundraising stuff here in the next uh, couple months here before Christmas. And do uh, we're going to flop our fundraisers. We're going to do our donut sale in football season and our card sale in the off season. So it's going to be a unique time and uh, just uh, – Getting back out there with the kids, you know, usually we're talking about eating meals with the boys and doing things like that, and uh, we haven't got to do any of that, though we do want to do something here in the near future. Uh, but the main thing for me, the main concern for me, I think for a lot of coaches is, hey, attendance, being away from school three days a week, and their grades, because our grading uh, series ends, the nine weeks ends, uh, October 15th. Terry and Tom, when does yours end? Uh, we, I, I want to say it's it's in it's a little early this year because we started. I want to say it's right there in like October twentieth, somewhere in there. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it's somewhere in there. It's usually it's usually right before Halloween, Coach, uh, right. because our, our, our you know we usually start a little bit later. A little later. Yeah. Uh, I've been able, and I don't know how you guys at Cherville, but you know, some of the kids have had a hard time adjusting, and uh, I've been on the phone with some parents, and I, I've seen that have some positive results. Uh, but I don't know how you feel, and I, I don't like to get political on, on this, and I'm not really, but I just felt the policy last time of just giving everybody grace and letting them just walk with what they had after six weeks got some of our kids in bad habits. And oh, yeah. and those bad no habits doubt. are hard to break. And, and what, what really makes me upset is the leadership has some educators in their family, and you would never say, like, if, if I'm the governor of North Carolina, and I've got experience as a teacher. I'm never going to say, well, everybody gets a free pass for, for 12 weeks of instruction. Well, what do you think is going to happen when the kids come back? So that's why we've had a hard time with some of the kids yeah. saying that now this matters. And you've, told, you've already told a 15-year-old kid, well, last time it didn't matter. Why does it matter this time? It's consistency, right? I mean, if, 
if Coach Pruitt's coaching the game, what's he going to ask that official to be? Just be consistent on both sides of the ball. And I, and I think that our educational policy, that inconsistency we've had, has hurt the kids a little bit. And at Burns, they've started a program to help their players, and they're getting involved in calling parents and, and, and trying to get more involved. But I, I think that if we had a little bit better policy in the springtime, then we might not be having quite the problem we have now. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. And, uh, you know, a couple of things going on with our school system. We went from uh, that six-week, uh, six-week, six-week model to nine weeks. And, you know, if you mess up the six weeks, that first six weeks, you got two six weeks to build it back up. Right now, since we're in nine weeks, you make a bad mistake in that first nine weeks. You want to really uh, put the put it to the grindstone to get it back to where you want to be. So uh, I think if we would have had a six weeks and we've seen bad grades at the end of the six weeks, then, yes, that light bulb might have went off for a lot of kids. But, hey, this grade is going to count. But like you said, once you went uh, and did what we did last spring and said, hey, you can sit back on your grade or you can improve your grade. And seniors, you don't have to do anything else. I think that just set a precedent for kids. And, and I've told my freshmen, I teach mainly freshmen, and I've told them, guys, when you finished up at Chavis last year and they gave you your grades, it's not going to happen like that this year. And it's not sunk into them yet. And uh, For some of them, it's going to be a harsh reality in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, and, and you know, they, they've got time to, to pull it up before, you know, they've got the second nine weeks, yeah. the first nine weeks grade doesn't yeah. appear on your transcript, but. You know, yeah, I know that you're a classroom first guy too, and I always was when I when I coached for a long time. And uh, you know, you've got to do it in the classroom. You've got to hit the books. You're you're a student first. Uh, you're going to be, you know, needing your education uh, your your entire life. Now, I do firmly believe that your your participation in athletics is part of your education. I'm a big believer sure. in that because yeah. it is. But at the same time, you've got to hit the books. You got to get your work done. And, you know, the, the young men uh, need to understand that. And the young ladies playing the, the girls' sports, they need to understand that. And I've gotten through to some of them and some of the other teachers have, but it's been a struggle with this schedule. And, you know, I, I can imagine, you know, being a 15-year-old kid, if you turned me loose three days a week and wasn't in school, I, you know, I might not have been the best student either. So the, it's been some adjustment, but uh, hopefully they, they'll they learn their lesson and we'll be able to get used to this going forward because – I don't know. I don't know, Coach. Uh, I was talking to uh, some people. I think we might be on this this crazy schedule, maybe until until definitely after Christmas, maybe into the springtime. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, the way you look at the world that we live in, um, there's obviously going to be uh, issues unless we have a vaccine. So I've kind of come to the conclusion that until we have a vaccine, this is this is the new normal. Uh, but you know, when we talk about an education and the scholastic part, we also have the character part of that education. And uh, those are things that you got to learn. And sometimes you go through life and make mistakes, and you got to build from them and go forward. Uh, I mean, but, not just you know, yeah. that's the thing for us. I know you're talking about a lot of things, but for us, you know, numbers. If I got a lot of kids working out, but then I only got a certain number of kids eligible, that's going to hurt me. But you look at programs right now in college, how many teams are losing players and losing staff members? And when that happens during our high school season, when you only got so many numbers, it's really going to be putting us all to a test. So I, I'm looking forward to to the season, but I'm also looking forward to how can we prepare to be prepared as best we can for that season. So that's our concerns right now, too. I'm just praying for a vaccine, Coach. I'm, I'm All right, Coach, my last uh, little kind of thought question for you here. Yes, sir. Um, looking at uh, – you were talking you – know, first thing I talked about is how we're going to have all these sports in the spring. Yes, and you sir. said your numbers are up. I, I was concerned about that football numbers might be down across the board. If you've talked to any other coaches about, you know, players playing different sports or choosing not to play football slash 
even even go across state lines. I, I know we've had a couple of uh, guys in, in these other counties and in schools that have went across state lines to play uh, because they're going to college in the spring as opposed to right. finishing up. So I was just wondering if, if just you know on the hotline or on the you know down on the grapevine, if you've heard any any coaches talking about having less numbers uh, this year. <laughs> I think that's probably a concern from everybody, but you know, the seasons back up to each other. And then of course the playoffs are shorter. So uh, I think the last regular season basketball game is the day before our first football scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously I'm not going to have a whole lot of them basketball players or any of them basketball players until basketball ends. So, uh, but preparing them and doing the skill development and them being there right now is an important key to us. Uh, so uh, I haven't heard a lot of different people say, hey, my numbers are down or my okay. kids are choosing. You know, the hard part, I think, for a lot of kids is when they put those seasons together, like right. basketball or, excuse me, like football, or, excuse me, football and basketball back up, but then baseball and wrestling's at the same time. We have, you know, we have two or three really good athletes at Cherville High School that play baseball and wrestle. So when you're talking about, well, what do we, what does that kid do? Does he have to choose between the two sports? Uh, and a lot of kids will have to do that if they do both of those sports together. Just like, you know, Wes Lincoln's got a great wrestling program, and I know some of those kids are playing football and some of those kids are playing baseball. So you've got to uh, look at those uh, those things as well. But, you okay. know, just getting into the uh, to the time when you can get kids ready to go and just making sure they've got all their T's crossed and their I's dotted, that's the concern I have right now more than anything. All right, Coach, I appreciate it. We need, we need your pick, though. Cowboys and Browns tomorrow – Cowboys are favored by four and a half. Terry says Cowboys can win by 17. All right. So, uh, I don't know. I'll have to go with the Cowboys. You would think there's some sense of urgency there. Uh, but uh, y'all were talking about Mac Brown earlier and talking about uh, five and five seasons of bowls and five seasons of losing records and stuff. I think the thing you really need to look at for Mac Brown and people talk about is the ability to recruit. And uh, when I was uh, a young, young coach, I got to walk in the locker room one day after a Mac Brown Tar Heel victory. And to look at the guys in that room and the size of those guys, uh, and you had a Dre Bly, K. Mays, uh, Simmons, uh, Ellis, uh, Stanisek was a quarterback, uh, Alger Crumper, I think, was one of the maybe one of the players on that team. You go on and on. Uh, many of those guys went and played in the NFL. And uh, I think that's what you look at college football today. Look at who's having success, the Clemsons, the Alabamas, and every year they're taking 10 or 12 guys to the NFL. If Carolina football gets to that point, then, yes, Carolina football is going to be to the point where they're going to be competitive every year. And uh, I think that's an interesting thing to look at. And, uh, you know, uh, those teams don't have bad years. And and in the NFL, you know, just because you have talented players doesn't mean you always win. I mean, a couple years ago, Browns brought brought in all these players but still didn't have success. But when the culture changes a little bit and you say, hey, this year they're 2-1, and so, yeah, I think the Browns probably going to give the Cowboys a heck of a game. But for somebody like Bill Belichick to have done what he's done in the NFL for so long, I think that's really uh, one of the most impressive things in coaching that I've right. seen. Well, we appreciate it, Coach, as always. And uh, you All have right. a beautiful, nice weekend with the family. All right, y'all take care. You Thank too, you, Coach. sir. Coach Tim Pruitt, Cherville Lyman football coach. Give us a call every weekend here on Cherville WCSL 1590 AM 92.3 FM. Folks here in Cherville, go see them play sports team if, if you're allowed in the stadium, buy some hot dogs. If you're in one. Yep, yep. That, well, you just got to pay right, attention to let's that. Let's do some of these picks. Um, we're going to pick Browns and Cowboys last, but uh, – Tom, uh, uh, real quick uh, on the on Browns, you know, kind of how long do you give the, you know, me and Hunter talked this week about every week to week is that we talk about the quarterback. So, you know, it's a referendum on the quarterback for the first time in what, 84 weeks, your number one pick draft quarterback after having was this his third or fourth coach, third, third coach, fourth, and, or coach, 
fourth offensive coordinator. Third coach in three years. It's hard to keep up with the Browns. Has yeah, the team their turnovers with a winning high. record for the first time in 84, six years, whatever. Yeah. Is it time to shut up about the quarterback and just, hey, maybe our defense is giving up 30 a game. Let's talk well, about these it, guys know, for a little bit. You know, if, 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 if Every people, week's going to be 30-24, isn't it, with it, a bad defense and a good scoring offense? If people like Cal, Colin Cowherd would just shut up about it and let the guy play. You know <laughs> what I mean? Just, just shut up and let the guy play. And we'll evaluate at the end of the season. Yeah. So I mean, I I watched him against Baltimore. Him being Mayfield, he had a bad game. New coach, new system, no preseason. Great team uh, to play yeah, against. Yeah, great team. <laughs> I mean, that's like over. You don't want to open up with them. Uh, but uh, the the offense looked better, much better uh, the last two weeks. Now they had a lot of short fields last week, and you know that you know keeping up with that game, they had a lot of turnovers, oh, a lot of, yeah. because the numbers weren't eye popping. And, no, I, and Baker's and, numbers weren't either. No, but he had a lot of short fields. So Haskins and, and Chubb was running the ball. Chubb had like hundred and ten yards. Sure did a lot of so <laughs> So I, I mean it's just even if, okay, say say he goes down to Dallas and has a bad game and all oh, just, just shut up and let the guy play. It's a sixteen game season. Let him play the season. I mean, you got these idiots on the Browns page of saying after the first week they lost. So, is it going to be Fields or Lawrence? It's one freaking game. <laughs> Just right, calm guys, down. Let's pick, let's pick some games. Colts and Bears. Colts, Colts at Bears. Colts favored by three on the road. The Colts. Indianapolis. I like, I like. I have faith in Foles. Terry? I'm um, Chicago. I got Chicago, too. Picking against one. your boy Rivers, huh? I don't, I don't know if I've ever picked the Colts outdoors in Chicago. Mm. <laughs> I don't care. He's, it's early he's on. It'll be nice in Chicago. Yeah. It'll be good mm. football weather. Uh, it'll be 55 degrees nice. in the temperature. Love it. Give me a sweatshirt. I'll go out all day. Jaguars at Bengals in hell this week on Channel 3. Bengals and Jags? Mm-hmm. Burrow. Cincinnati's favored by two and a half at home. I love both these Cincinnati's quarterbacks. Cincinnati's favored? Mm-hmm. I love both of these quarterbacks. I'm taking Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm taking Burrow. Burrow. Saints favored by three in Detroit. It is make or break for the Saints. They'll they'll find a way to beat Detroit. Yeah, who's the Saints lost to? Saints lost to Las Vegas, and then who they played last week? They lost Green to Green Bay. 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 Not bad teams. Yes, but they're one and two. You don't want to go right. one and right. Two. They got a chance yeah. to go fourteen and two. Yeah. You're right, Tom. Uh, Seahawks. What's that? <laughs> what is he even talking about? Seahawks at Dolphins. Uh, the Seahawks will probably give up a ton of points, but still win. Fitzmagic might throw seven touchdowns. You never know. Fitzmagic, Fitzmagic keeps both Fitz, teams in Fitz the game. Fitzmagic might throw seven he, picks. Yeah, he keeps both teams Terry, in the game. Terry, who you got? Seattle. Seattle's yeah. favored by five in Miami. Hunter. Yeah, Seattle. Chargers at Tampa. Tampa favored by a touchdown. Who's seven playing points. quarterback for uh, Herbert. Herbert? He is. I like him. I but, like him. Uh, but I don't think they have enough to get by him in Tampa Bay. They had another Tampa. injury to their back end, to their secondary. There's Didn't no they? way they stopped Tom yeah. Brady now. All right, so I'm going. I'm going with Tampa. 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 The Battle of D.C. Ravens in Washington. I'm not. A which is not this. in Washington. How do y'all even keep the name Washington? And you're not even in Washington. There's a there's a Landover. I know. Football team. They're the Maryland football team. Is it Washington? It's just y'all are just. I don't know what y'all are doing. Who y'all got? Ravens We're trying. We are trying. That was, one of, that was one of the reasons they couldn't let FedEx just go away and had to move the, because we need their money to build yeah. this new stadium we're trying to get. Ravens are favored by 14. Yeah, they're going to get they every bit of it. Do we cover? No. I think you do. 
No. I think Washington will play better, but I think Baltimore is going to be really See, that's off. the problem. Yeah. That's ah. the problem. The second thing you said, we even if we do play good, Lamar Baltimore Jackson, is going Lamar to come Jackson out and play really good. had less than 100 passing yards. Remember, Hunter buried Drew Brees with 311. I, I listened. I but listened. 97 yards, MVP. <laughs> Cardinals at Panthers. Well, Lamar Without, Jackson's got one thing Drew Brees doesn't have, and it is MVP. Right, I know. He'll take the ring, though, in the all-time passing records in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Lamar Jackson might not even make the Hall of Fame. We don't know. Uh, Panthers got a win without Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I know. So, is it worth paying running back $16 million a year? See, just when I was high on Arizona, then they go to Detroit and get beat. I mean, so, it's just like... Detroit that, came back in that game. Yeah. Arizona's favored by three in Charlotte. Yeah, I, I think Arizona should win the game. Arizona got too many weapons. Yeah, I'm going with yeah, Cardinals. they should win the game. Vikings, zero and three. Yeah, could be zero and four at Houston Texans, zero and three. Now, Vikings. who had that? If you look at Houston. my handy dandy sheet over there, I have Vikings and Texans out of the playoffs. So, pin a rose on my nose. Pat myself on the back. Who you guys got? Texans got favored by Vikings. four at home. Well, if it's one thing that's going to happen every show is he's going to pat himself on the back. <laughs> but, yes. Well, I, y'all I, aren't I, going to, so I better. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, I think the Vikings find a way. That offensive line for Houston is horrible. Yeah, and he has no outside weapon. The city of New York is now, did they win the other, last night? No. The city of New York is now 0 for 7. In football games this year. Imagine that. Two Giants. biggest market teams Giants. are getting ready to maybe have the one and two pick. And they need to change their name, too, to the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets. Taxes are lower in Jersey. <laughs> Giants at Rams. Rams favored by 13. Rams. Anybody got I a have, cover? No. I think the Rams. Yeah, Saquon, did you see them play against backup Nick Mullins in San Francisco last week? Where's that game the, being played? In L.A., LA. I think. See, but they, they might be on a, a hangover from last week. They should have won that game. Above. Never pick a Duke quarterback to do anything. Chiefs at home, favored by seven against the Patriots. Chiefs, and it's close. Chiefs I think win. it stays close. But now, Chiefs. Belichick will find a good game plan, but I think the Chiefs you got are Patriots covering? I think Patriots seven. cover seven. I think it could okay. be a three-point game. Unless something happens like cover Cam. Mm. I'm going with – what's that? I'm going – I said I'm going with the Chiefs. It's yeah, but, close. They'll yeah, cover. Okay. okay. Bills at Raiders, Buffalo three and zero at Raiders two and one. Buffalo favored by three. No one circles in the, the Death Star like the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo is 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 kind of my backup team. It's my Rust Belt dying city team. So I'm going with Buffalo. Terry, Josh Allen's playing very well. Raiders. Yeah. What Vegas? Just because I said Buffalo. That's the only reason why. Eagles. God, this is gonna be awful. Zero and two at San Francisco, two and one. I'm taking the 49ers. 49ers. Jimmy G not playing. I don't know. 49ers if he's here still this week. I think I think Nick Mullins is still out there. <laughs> yeah. All Do right. you know? Here's... Fun fact: First, there are only two quarterbacks in their first nine games to throw for like nine plus touchdowns and thirteen hundred yards. Can you name them? You can name one of them. It's pretty easy. Let's give me the stat one more time. The in their stat? first nine games that they played, they threw nine-plus touchdowns and over 1,300 yards. He wouldn't ask if Josh Allen didn't have anything to do with it. It's uh -oh. not Josh Allen. How about Dan Marino? <laughs> no. No? You know one of them because he's the best quarterback in football right now. Uh, that Baker would be Patrick Mayfield. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The other one, Nick Mullins. Really? Nick Mullins <laughs> <laughs> for San Francisco. I would not have gotten that. All right. Uh, this is the gambler's dream, folks. If you're a gambler, this is the game you want to do. 0-3 Falcons at 3-0 Packers. Negative 7 Packers. 
The Packers about to blow them out. Oh no. The problem what is what evidence do you have that it's not going to be a close game. Vegas knows. <laughs> In Atlanta at Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's in Lambeau. Bad. It's not outside. It's going to be 65 degrees and say it's in Lambeau. Uh, <laughs> is Michael Vick playing? No, uh, I mean, you know. Uh, give me yeah, a, I like give me the Packers. The Cowboys and Browns. Cowboys are Is it injury one, world? Yeah, the Cowboys are one Atlanta Falcons uh, onside kick recovery away from being 0-3 in the NFC East, only having one Maryland mm-hmm. football team win. That's what I'm calling y'all this year. If you mm-hmm. call you by the nickname, I'm definitely not calling you where you're not from. One so and the two Maryland football could be team. three and O. Could be O and three. Too. Listen, Terry, you're, you're onside kick away from O and three. What do you mean? Could I be three and o? am going to pick because I'm the only one that is not biased right now. How are you not biased? You're a Washington. You're a Maryland football team fan picking on the Cowboys. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm not biased. Uh, what, what do I have written right there, Terry? Can you tell me what I have written in that in that corner? Right underneath my finger. Right underneath my finger. He went. He went to Lincoln, and it's not like he can read. No. <laughs> I've got written down the Cowboys. Oh, and that's crazy. And just because. Yeah, well, I your mean, secondary is demolished. Gosh, and all they have they, is offensive weapons on the secondary. I'm still picking. The, I'm still picking Cleveland because they're my team. But if I was like objectively, exactly. like like a judge, I would say Cleveland is awfully banged up in a game that you exactly. don't want to be banged That's up. That's why on me, against. unbiased. I don't have a dog in this fight. That's the dumbest thing and, in the world. And, and no, you go sit here the and tell in the me world is, anything is if say. we lose, <laughs> it's on account of our secondary being so beat up. Dallas beat us, so I knew that would happen. Either take your team or don't take your team, Tom. <laughs> I'm just saying right, rounds, but my way. heart and brain can say two different things. Right? Oh, my God. Cowboys favored by four and a half. Um, I did have one more point before I was about to switch but over. But a win is going to put Stefanski on the map. If he, if he, if he wins... That's really going to give a lot of confidence. I'll be waiting on you. All right, JP, we got to take a break. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, uh, I do. If I do, here's what my point was: if I do anything about the Browns or Cowboys, it will come down to the last possession. Just write it down. That's what all both teams play. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. KDCBroadcasting.com. I thought Greedy Williams. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. If you've been shopping for a new freezer at one of those so-called big box stores, chances are you've been getting the cold shoulder. Well, warm up to the idea of shopping local at Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center in Shelby. Just arrived, a huge new shipment of freezers. Many sizes to choose from. Ready to go. 5, 7, 9, and 16 cubic foot chest freezers. Plus 14 cubic foot frost-free upright freezers. Priced as low as $249. Come see the selection today of new freezers. In stock now at Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center, 1241 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, online at HendrickAppliance.com, and see their page at WhatsAppShopper.com. 
Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. for our Sunday morning worship services on WCSL 1590 a.m. and 92.3 FM. It's the Sunday morning service of First Baptist Church in Cherryville. On WLON 1050 a.m. and 107.5 FM, it's the Sunday service of the Covenant Bible Church in Lincoln. And on WOHS 1390 a.m. and 101.5 FM, it's the Sunday service of the Calvary Baptist Church of Shelby. Join us each and every Sunday morning for our Sunday morning worship services on The Boss and Carolina Country. Cameron Spangler of Crest High School is this month's McDonald's WOHS WhatsApp Shopper Scholar Athlete of the Month. Cameron is the daughter of Gary and Kelly Spangler and is a senior at Crest High School. She plays volleyball and softball and has a grade point average of 4.625. Cameron takes a multiple of AP and honor courses and is also taking classes at Cleveland Community College. She's a member of the Beta Club Science Olympiad, National Honor Society, National CTE Society. She also plays travel softball and volleyball. She's a member of the Double Shoals Baptist Church and Youth. She assists with the North Shelby Christmas Party and a volunteer for the Junior Civitan and Beta Clubs. After graduation, she plans to attend NC State University and major in business management and marketing. After college, she plans to be a wedding event planner. The McDonald's KTC Broadcasting What's Up Shopper Scholar Athlete Award is to recognize a student athlete not only for accomplishments in athletics, but also for overall achievements in the classroom and for overall school and community citizenship. Take advantage of a special offer on the versatile Kubota VX Series subcompact tractor. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. You own the land. Now, make it yours. Get the Kubota BX2380 for payments as low as $99 a month. Your Kubota dealer is Park of Arms Service, 126 Bessie Drive, off Highway 74 at Oak Grove Road, Kings Mountain. Mums the Word at Ferguson Ace Hardware in Cherryville. Come in now for the best selection of beautiful mums in the area. Decorate your home, decorate your office, decorate your church with a beautiful mum from Ferguson Ace Hardware. And see Ferguson's for your grass seed, fertilizer, and lime. Get your yard ready for winter. And, of course, they rent aerators and spikers, too. Plus a full line of steel chainsaws, blowers, and trimmers. That's Ferguson Ace Hardware, Highway 150 East in Cherryville. And we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin, Hunter, and Tom. I don't know what happened to Terry. I don't know. Terry kind of walked off. He kind of, he kind of wanders sometimes. Yeah. He's got the, I thought, is, he, is, is, is his mind starting to go Terry, away? Terry just walked out on the show. He just walked out. He, he Nobody he, was. He couldn't believe people picked the Browns to beat the Cowboys. He wasn't happy enough that I picked the Cowboys for him. <sighs> All right, guys, let's finish up with some baseball here. Uh, no, well, he's back. Oh, oh, he had there's internet Terry. research for you. He had to, yeah, he had to go in there and use a computer and get some and get some numbers. But uh, all right, let's talk a little baseball. We we touched on a little bit before the show started. Um, the nat the National League and American League Central teams uh, choked the best they could. Um, the Braves, who can't get anybody out, got everybody out. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Braves, who cannot be stopped offensively, scored five runs. In two games and won the series, Cardinals score nine and lose a game. So baseball is a funny sport, Hunter. We talked about it this week, kind of, kind of like I mentioned it, man. In a three-game series, almost anything can happen, and and I don't like the three-game series. Five, five.
five, I'll I'll bend on five. <laughs> I'd rather it be seven, but I'll bend on five. Three games, anything can happen. Just anything. Like it's just it's just kind of weird. I'm fine. I would be fine for three or five Tom's, for your Tom's early Tom's series. Okay. Being yeah. down two zero with the best pitching staff in baseball, you probably got a chance to still win the series. But in that two out of three, uh, they literally gave up the least runs in baseball, and in two games gave up twenty two runs. Just sounds like someone didn't show up. Uh, they didn't. Postseason wise, uh, the lights were too bright. Some would say. I mean, Terry. I mean, you know, the Yankees were just hitting the ball. I mean, I looked at some of the ones they were hitting Bieber on, and, and some of them look like. Yeah, but look pitches. at who the yeah, and then look at it now. Are, have all of the next matchups been set up now? Yeah, like everybody set up. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's Tampa Bay and the Yankees, the A's, and who else was the other one that got through? Who the A's play? Astros. Mm-hmm. Gag me. So and we're then, play it's East, and it's, it's East versus East, West versus West. Seriously, it is to keep it's it. All the central teams have been knocked out. We, we went zero and seven, and now it's East versus East that played in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Now it's West versus West that played in the regular season. It seriously, so, is so the West and East teams have still yet to play each other. So whenever you go in the in the in, in the, the, the NLCS and both, ALCS, both championship series, neither teams will have played each other this year. And that is going to be the wildest, craziest thing thing you've ever heard of. You might be more familiar with your World Series opponent than you are. Yeah, that's right. Because Braves, if they if the Braves play either Tampa Bay or New York, they have played them this year, right. and then vice versa. And if they play Astros any of the or if the Astros or the A's play any of the West teams, they've Jerry, already he's played them this year. He said, "If the Braves." Didn't he? he didn't say nothing I about think the other Braves four teams. Win. I think the Braves will beat Miami pretty handily. I on, couldn't man. believe that's the first playoff series Atlanta had won since 2001. Yeah. Did I read that right? We've had some slumps. When was you born, yeah. Hunter? 96. <laughs> uh, it's uh, a great the, the year hat. after. That hat is older than him, Tom, yeah. than he has on his the head. The year after. Yeah. <laughs> I was the other championship someone had to, you know. Celebrate about. That's a really bad hat, though. That's just a bad design in my hat, isn't it? I mean, it's just bad design. It's got champions wrote yeah, on it. Yeah, I mean, that should be on the side. Yeah. That that should be on the side. Tom, would you say that if this was a Cleveland like C instead no, of the? No, I wouldn't. No, he'd say I so got the most hat beautiful hat. But don't, worry, but don't worry, it's going to be the Cleveland baseball team next year. By the way, because they're 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 in the same boat. Hopefully, they just change it to the tribe. And I heard that that is. More, I guess, acceptable. So are they coming for the Braves? The Akron nice. I mean, we'll see. Well, are the will the Catawba Indians be changing their names? I don't my, think my, anybody in North Carolina. My, my question. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we've got Astros and A's. Let's make our picks for the series. Tom, you got Astros or A's advancing? Mm, I got to pick against the cheaters. That's right. A's. Yeah. No, it'll be Astros. I'm telling you, the Athletics. Give me the A's. Uh, Yankees versus Rays. I'm taking A's too. After watching the Yankees hit the ball against Cleveland, I don't know if anybody can slow them down. Of course, Tampa Bay's been really, really good. Tampa Bay so won I, that division. Yeah, they won that division. So I, I, I guess because I'm going with the team that's hot now, I see the Yankees getting hot and hitting the ball. I'm going to go with the Yanks. I'm going with the Yankees. Yeah. If you believe games, things are fixed. The Yankees will advance. Yeah, the world. I'm going to take the Rays. We're going to see the Yankees and Lakers win in the bubble, <laughs> and then y'all try not to convince me it's fixed. <laughs> when the Lakers and Yankees win in their little bubbles. All right, uh, sat, so that means uh, that starts Monday. Well, if, if you're right, then the, the ESPN writers will have it their way because the Dodgers will be oh, there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dodgers play the Padres. 
I got Padres. I picked them before. I remember we talked yeah, about this before. Right. I said whoever wins the Cardinals St. Louis series is going. I said World Series. Um, you thought it was St. Louis. Well, I, uh-huh. I feel just as confident the Padres. I thought I was going to pick slam Diego. I, I, I thought we could. Get I know by he was cussing when, when Tatis Jr. made that play. I, I, I think I thought that we could get by him yeah. in a three game yeah. series, and we almost yeah. did if we not give up eleven damn runs in one game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Five bombs. Padres and Dodgers. Who you guys got? I got the fathers. Terry? Same. Dodgers. I'm going to tell you the Padres. I think they just out hit them. All they got to do is get what is this? It's a five game series right five now. Game series. Hey, all you got to do is get I past see. Kershaw maybe twice. And maybe then the, twice. Then the last two are seven. Marlins and Bravos here on KTC Broadcasting. They WCSL, might take us off air now because they don't really like the chop. But hey. Point three FM. Marlins won 31 games this year. The Braves 35. We hung twenty nine on them one time this year. That's all I have to say. I like the I like the Braves. Didn't they I beat mean, you a couple times? If the Braves, can, we hung twenty nine hey, on that. I'm taking time. the Braves, but I bet the Braves' uh, run average against them was probably eight or nine. Yeah, but if they if they, they start pitching the ball as well, I mean, the Braves Listen, are going to be tough to beat. Our pit, they got to only see our top two pitchers, which was fine. I was fine with that. They got to see Freed, and they got to see Ian Anderson. You know what? As long as we continue to roll with that, <laughs> take the first two games <laughs> after that. And then the next team, all we next game, all we gotta do is pray we outscore them. Fine with it. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm, let me pull up the Braves schedule real quick. I wanted to see what you guys did against the Marlins this year. Uh, won a series two to one against them. Uh, gave up eight in the loss. Then lost a series two to three. That's the series you scored twenty nine. You lost the other two games to them. Ah, huh? well, twenty nine. So right now you're even with them, and then you went three to one against them in the last setup. So you're two games over 500 against the Marlins on the season. What's First two games that we got. Well, the only thing I'm gonna mention. I know we always talk about North Carolina football, but in South Carolina football, uh, Gaffney is two and zero on the year. They beat Bowling Springs 33 to 23, and then last night they did beat the runner-up from the state championship last year, Dorman. They beat them 30 to 29. Kobe Papesire has 198 yards of receiving so far in two games. Uh, but the that boy's going to be a problem. The defending champions, Dutch Force with Tommy Knox, are 2-0 and on the year with a 66 to nothing win in game one <laughs> and 51-12 to win last night. Uh, Andre so, wanted to at least know, you're playing good competition. Andre wanted to know yeah. uh, if Kobe was going to be starting down there or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mama, there goes that man. That boy's going to be a problem. Especially if they develop him. for 110 right. in game one. Couple so. of a uh, couple of final things to finish up the show, guys. A uh, couple of prayer requests. Um to Shannon Allen and his family, uh, CJ mm-hmm. and uh, Tammy Green, uh, having a couple of rough times there right now. Um, so, uh, say your prayers for Shannon. Yeah, we're he thinking our, about you, Shannon. He yes. does our Friday, mm-hmm. he does our Friday night shows. Uh, CJ just had a birthday last week, guys. Um, so, uh, pray for him and his family. Um, I know this is not our family or whatever. Bob Gibson died last night. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw that. Eighty-four years that. old. So the Cardinals lost Lou Brock and Bob Gibson the same year. Kind of poetry there with those two fellows. Uh, Terry, you can speak on it maybe more than any of us. Uh, one of the best pitchers ever, if not the best right-hander. A lot of people take him or Nolan Ryan. When you ask anybody over 30 years old, 40, Hunter, who they're going to take, you say right-hander, the answer is Nolan Ryan or Bob Gibson usually. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he uh, passed away last night. And then also uh, last night, I do want to make quick mention, uh, my grandmother. 
passed away last night with me. I thought I was going to hold it together, but I just got told this morning. But, uh, yeah, so prayers for her. My mother more than anything, uh, Jimmy and uh, Beck. 